Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's your boy Anthony here. We're going to get to our playoff picks with Kevin, Alex, and Jeremy Methfield a little bit later. First things first, we had an interview today with uh, NASCAR writer and co-founder of the website Trading Paints, Steve Luvender, came on the show today, and we honestly had a lot of fun with him. Uh, we talked a little bit about how he got into racing, about his background, what made him want to, uh, you, you know, do trading paints and the not, the fantasy uh, picks each week, random fantasy picks. And we actually do our own on the show, me and Kevin, for the first time. So now we're going to start getting into that. It's It was a lot of fun. And we honestly really appreciated Steve coming on. That was really a great time for all of us. So we're going to do that. Um, I kind of spoil it in the episode. I also had an interview with Austin Terrio, uh, 2017 ARCA champion, Austin Terrio. Let me put some respect on that. Um, but we're going to do that one next week. So I'm going to, we're basically giving you guys an interview every week now. We're, we're getting to that point. You guys deserve that. You stuck around this long. You deserve these interviews. So we're going to do the interview with Steve first. Then once we're done with that, you're going to hear the nice little EDM music, and we're going to go into our picks, barring any technical difficulties. Right now, our bot is acting really weird. Um, me and Nicholas, say hi, Nicholas. What's up? That's our, our producer. He's the guy who does all the magic here. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get that going. But first things first, here's the interview with Steve Lavender. Enjoy. All right, we now welcome on a very special guest. We have Steve Luvender on the show. Uh, he is the creator of the Random Fantasy Racing, which is one of the wackiest things I've ever seen and been a part of, and I'm very excited to get my first picks out today. And also the co-founder of Trading Paints. Steve, how's it going? It's going excellent. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, we appreciate it. Probably the one of the most famous people we've had on. Like, maybe. Maybe as far as the Twitter universe goes. As far as NASCAR goes, they're just like, who, who is this man? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, so some of the people who maybe don't know who you are uh, might get an idea. Well, that's probably a majority of people don't know don't know who I am. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Steve. I love NASCAR and racing. I, uh, I'm trying to think here. Uh, I'm 29. I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania, so like an hour or so away from Pocono Raceway. Um, you know, like you said, um, I uh, am the co-founder of Trading Paints for iRacing, which basically you know gives you the ability to have custom paint schemes in iRacing. Uh, I do some um, some content creation for NASCAR.com and eNASCAR.com, Ooh. and then uh, yeah, and 
you know, I, I also run the uh, random fantasy racing game on Twitter where people basically, you know, click a button, get a random pick for the next race and, you know, send mean tweets at me because I gave them a Rick Ware <laughs> racing car. It's very unfortunate when you end up getting like Joey Gase or something and you're just like, well, it's not even Daytona. What am I supposed to do here with this pick? So how many people <laughs> get you confused for Nick Bromberg? Um, I can't imagine too many because Nick like goes to the gym and works out and, oh. you know, I, I've been to Planet Fitness like three times with my wife. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but oh no, um, Nick is like, I, I don't think there's any kind of comparison there. So hopefully not too many people, you know, met, messed that one up. Uh, I, I have gotten confused for Steve Latart before, I think just because like ah, the, the Steve L thing. Bad. I mean, yeah, I, I'm technically not a, you know, a, a NASCAR crew chief. Although one time um, USA Today had me listed as Landon Castle's crew chief. Oh, I nice. No idea. No idea how that happened. I was that's, like, that's some good journalism right there. Yeah, I, I don't know how it happened. Uh, I forget what I was looking for. I was like looking at Landon's page on USA Today and it was like crew chief Steve Luvender. It's like, wait a second. I'm not a crew chief. I can barely change my car's oil. Someone was very upset about their pick, clearly. Um, so I guess my next question was actually going to be. Uh, oh, well, I completely lost my train of thought. Sorry, I broke my hand last night. I got one. Uh, you broke your okay, hand. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't fall down while trying to extend your hand. Interesting. Uh, so you said you are a someone of a content creator for NASCAR.com. How did you end up in that position? So going back to the being confused with Steve Latart thing, that's my theory. Uh, no, I um, I don't know how really how that kind of came about. Like I, I had been creating like just stupid. Um, like random generators. Like I, I, I did something that was like the, um, the NASCAR all-star race format generator. And you would like Ooh. click a button and it would make up like some stupid, like obviously just like ridiculous, <laughs> you know, segment format where like, okay, this segment, like all the cars drive in reverse or like this segment, the crew chiefs get in the car. Um, <laughs> Ooh, so, I would actually <laughs> want to see that. That would actually it's, be really cool. I think it's like now call a lot of fun. Oh yeah, like Matt McCall and Paul Wolf would definitely, you know, definitely win. Uh, but I yeah, made those like some rock shoulders there. I, I now I really want to see this happen. Yeah, but, actually, like, that would be a lot of fun. Star crew chiefs—they have to get to the car and actually drive them. That would honestly, that would bring some excitement back to the all-star race, if you ask me. I would one hundred percent watch that, even if like, even if like, uh, like they had. Do you remember guys those like? They did the burnout competition a few years ago. Oh yeah. Or like they give you an equal like slow turd of a car and like just made you do burnouts to them. I'd like to see the crew chiefs get into like identical cars and just see what happens. <laughs> that that would honestly be a lot of fun. Now now we've actually solved the NASCAR race. Right, congratulations. We are doing so much on the show to help NASCAR. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, so I'd make like the generators like that, and and I guess eventually, it, you know, more and more people took notice of that, which is kind of cool and and a little unexpected. And then, uh, you know, I got the the message one day like, hey, like, would you ever want to do this sort of thing? You know, for for NASCAR.com, we're kind of building this platform up and and making it into something really cool. You know, 
would you like to give that a shot? And, you know, that was 2016. And since then we've done a, a lot of cool things. Um, and the platforms just continue to, to grow and, and get a lot more, you know, cool features on there. So it's been a lot of fun doing that. That's awesome. So kind of similar to the, uh, NASCARism route because he was pretty much just shit posting on Twitter and then then NASCAR hit him up and was like, Hey, you want to do more of this? Pretty much that. And he's like, I actually just met him for the first time this weekend at, at Indy. And he's just like, he's the coolest guy. Like he's just such a pleasant guy. Mm-hmm. I like, feel that. He's, he's just constantly, he's so funny, like just naturally. Mm-hmm. And he's just like a nice dude. I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, um, he gave me like a tour around the track cause he lives in the Indy area and like, uh-huh. let me basically glob onto him for the weekend. And, and he's just, he's an awesome guy. And I, I really enjoy working with him. I, I say work as if it's like serious stuff, but like <laughs> yeah. doing things with him with NASCAR.com. And yeah, he's, he's awesome. Pretty much what he does is pretty, is getting nice exposure for the sport. And honestly, it's very much appreciated. Did you get to go inside of his house inside the pagoda or? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me in the pagoda, but they don't let uh, anyone go to. They wouldn't even let yeah. Steve Blutart in there. They like there's just like a a swarm of of the, like the yellow shirt people. That That's just, what I heard. From, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a real thing. I didn't like I I heard the rumors and stuff like yo you got to look out for the yellow shirts, but like it's a real there's I, I, there's so many of them and like they're all trained to just make you feel like you're in the way and blow <laughs> whistles at you. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. So, how many races a year do you end up going to? I don't go to that many. Like, I'll go to at least one Pocono race since it's pretty close by. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to, you know, just some random ones. Like, I went to Indy this year. Um, I went to Charlotte, not this year, but like in the past. Like, I'll I'll just Ooh, nice. I'll do a couple a year. Like, it's easy for me to kind of, you know, like I'll I'll grab gifts and stuff like of the race broadcast and I'll, I'll like, you know, capture some of those. Like most of the stuff I do is, is easier done from afar I've found. So I'll just go to a few uh, per year and, and, you know, get in the way a little bit, but yeah, just a couple. <laughs> now, um, when you, when you get those gifs, I do notice it on Twitter. It's like, it'll happen two minutes ago and you already have it on posted on Twitter. Is there a certain software you use for that or how does that work? Yeah, I don't know if there's an easier way to do it, but I use I, I have the race stream on my computer. Like I'll watch the NBC stream uh-huh. on my computer, and then uh, there's a really amazing program called Giphy Capture. Um, and yeah, it's like like the same Giphy that makes the like has that whole giant you know database yeah. of of gifts. And um, yeah, they have this program that basically lets you just drag an area, like drag a square around your screen, and then capture the GIF and like pretty much does it for you and it is just it's fantastic and i love it and it's free and i would totally pay money for it like it's that good (laughs) but it's free and that's awesome well everyone please donate to giphy they've done wonders honestly grow the sport a lot because baseball has that issue where you can't really be sharing their clips it really their their growth and because of gifts on for nascar i'm able to share these things and a lot of my friends who don't really understand a lot about it or don't know what's gone, they're able to be exposed to it. It's honestly wonderful. Uh, let's see here. So I have a couple of uh, what scenarios for you if you want to play some games. Absolutely. Love games. 
Hey guys, so um, cutting the interview a little bit right here, I went full robo with my voice, and um, essentially what happened is I asked um, Steve what he would think who would have the better career, uh, Frank Kimmel in the Matt Benedetto's career in Cup or Matt Benedetto in Frank Kimmel's car, and um, unfortunately I went full robo for a decent amount here and uh basically yeah we're just we're just voicing it over so i did my best here uh the wi-fi was bad in the house and uh yeah but and here we go thank you that's a really interesting question i've never thought about something like that before um i know that like matt has said repeatedly i am a cup driver this I is what keeps me up driver. in that i couldn't fall asleep before <laughs> last night thinking about this that's just such a such an interesting comparison. I feel like they don't have a lot in common other than just being like racers. <laughs> I that's hard. I feel like both drivers are sort of like destined for the series that they're in. Like I, I don't know what Austin's answer was to the Frank Kimmel question, but it seemed like Frank really found his <laughs> home in Arca and was comfortable in Arca. Like I know he did a few one-off starts in in like the NASCAR series. I remember at least one time he subbed for like Jimmy Spencer or something like that, but like he, he didn't do great. It wasn't really <clears> memorable. And he, he was, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it the big, a, a, a big fish in a small pond in Arca or, or. All right. I have another scenario for you then something maybe a little simpler. So get a time, a little time machine, right? Bring Richard Petty back into the future to drive Kyle Busch's career and send Kyle Busch back in time to drive Richard Petty's career. Who has the better career? Man, that's another really good question. Um, <laughs> they're both such good drivers. Like, I, like, Richard Petty is, like, far and away the winningest driver, but Kyle Busch is, like, getting it done these days. Mm-hmm. I, I'd probably... I'd give the edge to Kyle Busch, I think, just because I feel like he's so technical of a racer and can give such <laughs> such detailed like information about the car and understand how things work and adapt to things so quickly that I think you know e- even through all the eras of NASCAR in the like 70s, 80s, 90s, I feel like he could you know be one of those drivers who can adapt and just have that just just skill to to get it done that that's i mean we haven't uh, i i give it to kyle i i think kyle honestly would pretty much thrive we already know that he's a fighter he pretty but he is just too small like if kale yarbrough gets on him i think kale probably like punches him into a coffin at that point so i i don't know if he would survive that much but also uh you have to think back lots of dirt races back in the day so i don't know i mean richard petty pretty much Found success on all of them, but here's the thing. Do you think Petty would leave Hendrick? (laughs) (laughs) That's something that no one ever wants to hear, but... Right. Uh, Let's see. I got a couple other scenarios. Kevin, you got any other questions real quick? Uh, Yeah, just some more background on the... uh, How did you get into NASCAR? Um... I guess I'd probably consider myself a first generation fan. Like nobody in my family really was a fan of racing. Feel that. When I was like six or seven, my dad brought home the game NASCAR Racing 2 for our computer. Oh, what a game. It's, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's such a good game. And me being like, you know, just a, a young kid, like, 
I just got hooked on this game. And then he started bringing me home. Like um, at the time they, they sold these, these like two packs of 164 scale die casts. Mm-hmm. And then like, it just took off from there. It was like, I, I love this. Like, these are great. I love these cars. Like I like playing this game. And then like, it took me like a year to realize, oh, this is a real thing and it's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so then I started watching the races in like probably like 97, 98 or so. And, and I've just been really, you know, following it ever since. Who's your first driver that you followed? Um, like, like every kid in the 90s, I was a, a Jeff Gordon fan. Okay. <laughs> good pick, good pick. Yeah, he was winning the races, and he had the cool-looking car. I think that was the basis of my my pick there. I kind of gravitated towards NASCAR the same way my parents got me a PlayStation on my seventh birthday, and they got NASCAR 2001. And I ended up, uh, for some reason, gravitating towards Ward Burton, which is the weirdest of all picks that I could have like chosen from. But I went to the 2002 Daytona 500, so I mean, made my entire childhood. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's I. Awesome. I can still see Sterling Marlin getting out of the car from um, from turn four, and I'm just pointing at my mom like, "What is your driver doing?" Because she that was, for some reason like Sterling Marlin. I don't know why. That that was just one of the best races I've ever watched. Like, oh yeah, just so many things happen in the, at the end of that race, and then Sterling it's like just blowing it. One of the most memorable 500s in my mind. Um, so I have another scenario here. So uh, Lewis Hamilton, you move him over to NASCAR. Or you take Jimmy Johnson in his prime, move him to F1. What are we thinking Ooh. here? Ooh. It depends what ride Jimmy Johnson's in. If he's Listen, a... <laughs> I'm saying Jimmy Johnson takes the, Merce- the McLaren to Mercedes route. I mean, I, if anyone's in Mercedes, you could put um, BJ McLeod, if he could fit, into a, <laughs> the Mercedes uh, cockpit, and he could probably run top five for you. Oh, that yeah. thing's a rocket ship. Yeah. Uh, who who do I think would be? I know this for Steve, but I want to play along. Who who would be more successful? Yeah, who would have a more successful career? Because I don't know if Lewis could handle doing like I, I repetitions like that because of the level of competition over an F one. Jimmy Johnson in a top tier ride would be more successful because Lewis Hamilton would have to come over here and fight off, you know, twenty guys but who can he compete would for a win every week. Forty eight car. Yeah, but still, like that's twenty guys you have to fight off for a win, and his specialty is on. Road course racing. I don't, know, I don't even know if he's driven on an oval before. Uh, I'm sure that he's. I'm sure he's had a little eye racing in his. Yeah, and then I mean, Jimmy's not the best road course racer either. I I don't know. Probably wouldn't be the best move for both of them. <laughs> Give it a push. Give me about four wins for Jimmy. Maybe maybe a lucky championship like Jensen Button. I don't know. All right. What do you think, Steve? I think I'm honestly, and I'm not. This isn't just a cop out. That's my exact same feeling. Like <laughs> that, that's just so, kind of like they both have their. They're both good at what they do, especially you know in Jimmy's prime. Like they, he and Chad were just so good throughout the the chase those years, and you know won all those races. And, and meanwhile, you know Lewis Hamilton is just like I, I just I don't think there's a it, we'll never know. I don't think. Well, we won't time travel, so we won't know. <laughs> oh, but, I can continue to time travel. Don't worry. Oh. Show me how to do that. Oh, well, our co-host Alex seems to do it every single week when he's not. Yeah, here. great. Wow, nice. Yeah, it's unreal, really. Um, it's he worked for JDM. It, it's it's honestly <laughs> that reason. He's uh he's the wonderful mind behind JDM social media team. So God bless him. 
so moving on, um, I'll give you some more scenarios throughout when I can uh, continue to not be in excruciating pain. Um, so you're a big iRacing person, obviously. You created Trading Paints. Um, what got you into iRacing first? That kind of goes back to like how I got started in like mm-hmm. being interested in NASCAR in general. So I started playing NASCAR racing too, and basically just followed the series from there. Um, okay. I played NASCAR heat for PC for a few years. Um, Classic game. Yeah. The 2000 game. Oh yeah. Like, there's, there was such a huge like modding community for that game. So I did mm-hmm. that for a long time and then eventually caught up with everybody else and got over to NASCAR 2003 season uh, around game. like, yeah, like 07, 08. Did that for a few years, and then iRacing became really big. And, um, you know, all this time never became really good at iRacing or, <laughs> or any game. I mean, I enjoy, like, restrictor play racing. That's sort of my my specialty. I, I guess that's, like, the fallback for people that don't have a <laughs> lot of, like, natural driving skill. But that's that's always just been kind of kind of my thing. Who's the most famous person you've raced against in iRacing? Um, hmm, I get, that I raced against? I, I'm trying to think. I did some races with, like, uh, with TJ Majors one time. We had There was wow. a series called uh, Average Joe's Racing League where it was just like a bunch of people like me who aren't very great at racing uh, would show up. And then um, I guess one of the guys is friends with TJ Majors who's very good and they, <laughs> I would like, so. yeah. So basically they, they let TJ race and um, he would just kick everybody's butt every week. Like he's, he's super good, but you can't say no to letting him race. So I, I get it from their perspective. Yeah. That's probably, it's probably it though. I've definitely, uh, I've seen a couple of videos where a lot of people like will race with Tony Stewart and he'll just uh, mind his own business until they annoy him and just go off on him. I feel like that would be the dream for me to just get yelled at by Tony Stewart. I know, Kevin, that's your dream. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> okay, so... I got another question. Yeah. So, for it. the playoffs starting this weekend, do you have any bold predictions of who makes it to the championship four or who wins a certain race or anything like that? I think about this a lot, and I somehow end up not having a conclusion... Like I, I just managed to think about so many different scenarios and like, I mean, I guess obviously the favorites are like, you know, the Joe Gibbs racing guys mm-hmm. and Kevin Harvick started to heat up now. Um, I mean, I, I feel like there's a pretty, I feel like there's like maybe six or seven guys that could definitely like can definitely make it to the championship four, but I mean, you also can't count out, you know, like somebody like this is going to sound ridiculous probably, but somebody like William Byron, who's been Mm -hmm. trending in the right direction, the second half of the year, you know, who has Chad Knauss as a crew chief. I think his confidence, but William's confidence seems to be, you know, growing, he's getting more experience under his belt. So I wouldn't be super shocked to see somebody, you know, like him maybe win at like Texas or something and lock himself into the, the <laughs> championship for hey, we had, that he gets, we had a uh, all the way tradition uh, podcast last night and I had William Byron getting his first career win this weekend in Vegas. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I, I think I think he's improved so much. 
he's definitely improved in cups so much. I had uh, Alex Bowman actually getting to my round of eight and potentially playing spoiler at Phoenix, uh, hypothetically. But I we all agreed on Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick this year. Alex ended up picking uh, Kurt Busch for his final four. And I think Kurt is one of those guys that if he makes it to the final four, I mean, would you be surprised about that? I, I think he can survive the round of 16 and the round of 12. And I think it's interesting, like that would put him in the round of eight, which is Martinsville, Texas and ISM. And I think he can, I think he might surprise everybody at mm-hmm. some, like a, like a short, a shorter track. And, oh, he's had so much success at Martinsville in the past. I mean, you guys first win with Haas there and I, yeah, he also won with Roush, I think, two times, if I recall correctly. Yeah, if I'm Kurt Busch or I'm a Kurt Busch fan, I'd, I'd circle Martinsville, mm-hmm. assuming he can survive, like, Talladega. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, with a lot of changes coming to NASCAR, first things first, um, what do you think about the schedule next year? What do you hope to think um, will happen with the schedule moving forward? I think out of everything, I am – just so excited to see what happens with Daytona as the regular season finale. Ex- just, that's going to be just exciting. Like, that's like, that's Daytona is already a huge race. And as much as it's going to be weird to not have it on July 4th, like just knowing that like a guy that, uh, I mean, I know David Reagan's retiring, but somebody like a David Reagan oh, could yeah. potentially, you know, just blow up the, the you know the points as they run tracker and 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 win at Daytona and get into the playoffs. Not that somebody like that would do a whole lot once they're in the playoffs, but just to upset the grid, I think it's going to be super interesting. Oh yeah, no, for sure. That's um that that's what we were thinking. Like you know, you get like a, a Justin Haley actually getting points, just weasels his way in. It's like, well, now what? Like obviously not going to win the championship like Chris Busher in 2016, but. You know, it's like, well, that's one less spot that we have. It was almost like Matt Benedetto at uh, Bristol this year. And if it wasn't for uh, our sneaky assassin, Ryan Newman, we'd be talking about how uh, <laughs> probably, um, who is it, Newman's out of it at this point. So, and it would just be Boyer. Yeah. It's, 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 there's so many scenarios that go on with NASCAR. Um, are you excited for the Pocono um, doubleheader? Because, I, I mean, you're close to Pocono. So, are you looking forward to it? Or is it kind of like, I'm, I'm not sure yet? I'm very excited. Like, I'm glad that they chose, you know, selfishly my local track <laughs> for that. Cause like, it, I'm like, we don't know what to expect yet. And I, I think the unknown part of it is fun. And I think I heard they're like, I forget if they like, if it was just a rumor, if it was, it's a real thing, but like inverting the field for the second race. Yeah. It's I all the lead lap cars from the first race get inverted. Oh, I really wanted it so, like, oh. you know, Landing Castle leads him to green or, or – Hey, uh, all he has to do is stay on the lead like lap and we can see our boy, T1. Oh, man. <laughs> if I get that 0-0 um, Starcom Fiber car out front, ooh, give me that. <laughs> that was as good as when he was leading at Fontana late in the race in 2013. I, I That's so interesting. Like, it'll be – like, I'm sure a lot of those guys would, like, drop to the back of the field to stay safe and yeah. not tear oh, yeah. their cars no, up. But, like, but with the emphasis on – track position at Pocono it seems that like it, it would be interesting to see if like a premium motorsports car can like you know <laughs> hang on oh, I think you Definitely. get a guy like Bubba Wallace especially after the run they had this past weekend up there starting first I think he holds his position okay so he finishes last in the next race come on Kevin well 
he all he has to do is finish last on the lead lap in the first race, and then he's on the pole. And I, that is I, very possible, I think, for Bubba. You know, not taking anything away from the forty-three, but I think that actually is possible yeah. to manage to stay on the lead lap. But it depends how long they make that race. Like I, they've said, it's what not going to be. It's not going to be four hundred miles each day. I think it's three hundred fifty for Sunday, and I'm not sure about Saturday. I mean, I, I'm I'm here for whatever they can do. Like it, two days of racing is wonderful in the middle of the summer. I've got oh, nothing yeah. to do. I don't really watch baseball going like that's going on. So I would really appreciate that. I know, obviously, Steve, you probably end up going to both those races, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I I probably would. But I mean, now it's just one huge weekend of like. Mm-hmm. I think they said they're still doing Xfinity and trucks that weekend too. Yep. So like, yep. It's cool for the fans that like we'll get to see a lot the of Ross racing Chastain victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like instead of like you know, just watching a bunch of practice sessions, not that that's lame or anything, but like it's it'll be cool to actually watch a lot of racing that weekend. Yeah. Okay. Um All right. Okay. So, I was actually going to move on. You watch uh, any IndyCar ever? I like casually follow it. I don't watch oh, every race. Follow. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, unfortunately, IndyCar uh, moved away from Pocono this year. What were your uh, thoughts on all that? Uh, it, it seems like there were just a series of bad, you know, incidents that happened there. And we're not pro IndyCar Pocono here. We've we we had our little uh, <laughs> our little spasm about it when it happened. Yeah. It... <laughs> It, it on one hand it was cool to have them there and have them local. Mm-hmm. I I wish you know they could revive Nazareth Speedway and race there again. That'd be cool. Um, oh my gosh, please! I would love that so much. You know that that would get it in in that that area again. But it's probably for the best. They're not going to to race. They there. they used to have some really good uh rate like um ovals back in the day i remember they used to run at nashville um shouts out alex Barron with that huge win there a couple many years ago now at this rate um they're going back to richmond which i'm very excited for i love richmond i know a lot of people don't like richmond with the indy cars i think it's a lot of fun like it's like iowa to me just a little shorter little not as spread out oh i am getting Oops. a phone call no, go ahead and take that don't you mind if i take that sorry there you go yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah and then we're just a podcast don't worry <laughs> So, um, I have my random fantasy racing. I'm ready to uh, go ahead and tweet my random pick. Kevin, you got yours ready to go? Oh, yeah, man. I'm ready. S- Steve, who'd you end up picking this week? Because I've seen you've done all 170. Um, so, typically, I'll pick the day, like race day, just to sort of okay. remind people that haven't picked yet. Um, so, I won't know my pick until, until Sunday rolls around. All right. Let's see what I get here. I'm pressing it. And oh, oh sick! I didn't get to. I, I I didn't work for me. Okay, hold on one second. Hell yeah, true classic. Nineteen, nice. Oh man, uh, what is my username? It totally messed up on me. I have to sign in. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, <laughs> phone. You're the best. I remember my password. Okay, I'll take that. Oh wow, I got. No, I'm just kidding. Um, back to the app. Truex is a good oh, pick. Oh my yeah. goodness! Wow, I got I got Landon Castle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this has been the Landon Castle episode. I feel like my goodness, all we've been talking about. Well, 
I'll go ahead. Your pick has been tweeted. You are pick number 628. That's you guys. You have a lot of people on there, by the way, that partake in this. Did you ever expect it to get this big? No. Um, before the, uh, before I built this site, it was literally like a series of um, Excel documents where I would just <laughs> record everybody's pick. And uh, so like a couple off seasons ago, I was like, okay, I need like a new project. I'm going to make this a whole new thing. Like and just build it in like manually, not manually, automatically store things in a database and like pretty much make it hands off, which has been, you know, life, life changing for me. Cause I don't have to spend like hours after yeah. each race, um, you know, <laughs> recording all that stuff, but I'm, yeah, I'm surprised to see it grow to this scale and it's really cool. And, you know, even, even getting the messages from people saying like, you know, Steve, I hate you. You gave me, yeah. you know, this terrible car. Like, it's still fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, I got I'm all pretty, I could ask for out of my picks. So I'll take it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you literally were just on your computer like, all right, I'm just going to mess with this guy real quick. Just going to find a castle. That's all there, he wants to talk about anyways. There, there is, like, so I do have a couple of, um, so I don't mess with people, but there <laughs> are a couple of, um, like hard coded um, picks. So, for instance, um, if Greg Biffle ever plays, oh, which please, will never man. happen. He will get the uh, number sixty nine. Even awful. though there's there's no number sixty nine car, but just because of his his tweets in the past couple of years. Oh um, man, I really, I'm. That's one thing about NASCAR Heat Four. I'm very excited for that. I will get to about the custom Greg numbers. Biff- oh, I'll get to revive Greg Biffle's career. <laughs> I mean, if they if they properly can do what iRacing and NASCAR uh, Racing 2003 do, and Forza pretty much with the custom uh, paint schemes and sponsors, I'm definitely getting a Carl's Jr. 69 uh, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> like that is the goal, as the plan. I will bring that multiple championships. So here's hoping. Um, I really hope Greg Biffle comes back now. I mean, sounds like you're going to revive his career. So, yeah. I mean, look, I tried that with Colin Braun on uh, on NASCAR uh, Dirt Today Town, and it didn't work out that well. So, God bless him. Um, so, who you've met a couple? I'd say you've met you met your decent share of NASCAR drivers, I assume, right? Um, I don't no. go out of my way. Like I was at Indy this weekend, and I was around a lot of drivers. But like for me, it's like what am I going to do? Just go up and be like, hi, I'm Steve. You, yeah, that's like, exactly what I would do. Like, hi, I'm Steve. Please play my game on Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I, I didn't do that. Like the closest <laughs> oh. I got to talking to, a, well, I, I said hi to Landon Castle. He's a cool guy. But the there it is again. I, he's back. The closest I got was um, right before the race Sunday, like, Kyle Larson and Owen Larson are sitting against the pit oh. wall. And then like oh. Owen Larson, like picks up his bottle of Powerade and throws it. And they, couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't reach it. So I, I handed it back to them and, and you know, they're very, they're like, thanks. And I was like, you got it. And that was pretty much the closest I got to. He's going to remember that. that for his entire life. Now he's going to be like, that guy was so nice. After he <laughs> goes and pulls Tony Stewart out and wins five of these next 10 races. And finally wins that home center for the championship. He's going to be there <laughs> okay. on the front. I'd like, to think the guy. Speedway. I'd like to thank that guy that handed me a Powerade bottle back in Indy. <laughs> <laughs> so who is actually the, the most interesting personality though, that you've met at the tracks? Um, I'm, I'm sure chasm is probably high up on that list. Yeah, he really is. And like I said, he's just, He's just the coolest guy. Like he's just so pleasant and such a nice mm-hmm. guy. Um, yeah, he's he's awesome. Like 
uh, I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, mm-hmm. he's great. Um, uh, other like, than that, uh, I mean, we keep going back to Landon Castle, so I guess going back. To- <laughs> okay, if if anyone at home is like listening, like this is the Landon Castle drinking game. Just drink every time that you hear it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Not no, while you're driving, please. Yeah, please don't do that. Um, I had the opportunity of meeting uh, Justin Marks back at Pocono. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, he's he's like a he's a really smart guy. Like he's just always thinking. His wheels are always turning. Um, so yeah, I had the opportunity to to meet him, and um, yeah, he's a really interesting guy too. Um, but a... oh, go ahead. But like I said, I don't like go out of my way to you know say hi or introduce myself to to drivers or anything like that just because i feel like i can't you know i can't compete like it's it's like yeah you're a nascar driver and i'm just some some guy you're not jeff gluck just yet just yet uh, get, yeah you got... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, yeah i don't think so <laughs> gotta you get have you a hard to go card? to edc <laughs> no i, I don't have a hard card okay oh man um what was I gonna ask? I completely lose my train of thought every like five minutes. This is just absolutely the most pain I've been in in months. <laughs> You're powering uh, through it and recording, though. Yeah, listen, this is I. This is the Michael Jordan flu game for me. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. All right, so the Brad um, Keselowski vomit win at Atlanta. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Or the Tony Stewart shits his pants at uh, Watkins Glen. Yeah, yeah. I, I I saw a Corey LaJoy saying that he's never peed his fire seat. You don't believe that. I, I don't know. I, I mean, the only I, – I would uh, – <laughs> I would trust Corey specifically, Corey LaJoy specifically, because his dad, you know, is like the builder of oh, these yeah. seats. Like, I feel oh, like he yeah. has a respect for seats that he wouldn't just, like, <laughs> you know, pee in them. I still love that Kevin Harvick ESPN commercial. I, it's just one of the funniest ones that they've ever had. Just staring off into the distance, like, hey, Kevin, you okay? Yeah. Um, I really so, I miss those commercials. Like I really I've, I've been watching there's one with Bobby Labani where like I forget somebody like steals his car or something like that. I uh, forget who it was. Yeah, no, I I know what you're talking about. That, that's and a he much just, older one. Yeah, he yells at them for being like a stupid idiot or something like that. And I clip <laughs> I clip that part and I just watch it over and over because it's like it's a really terrible display of acting, but like it's it's still such a fun commercial and I'm I miss those. I, I do miss the unique uh, NASCAR commercials. My favorite of all time is the uh, Jeremy Mayfield. Is that high octane 93 you're wearing? Hi, Jeremy. That is <laughs> hands down my favorite probably of all time. Um, I mean, you, ranking NASCAR commercials, like the ones nowadays don't even come close. These guys, I don't know if anyone's told Joey Logano or Brad Keselowski, they're never going to win an Oscar for their acting performances. Oh, man, the drive, like, they're, they're terrible actors. Every single one of them. They're terrible. Like I don't know. Clint Boyer is electric. Uh, yeah, he's an exception. Like yeah, he's just an enigma. Like all right. um, okay, we're running a little bit uh short on time. Kevin's got to go soon, so let's go ahead and wrap this up real quick. Steve, definitely want to have you back on the show because definitely you're one of the more um easier going NASCAR uh, personalities <laughs> in the sport right now. You definitely have helped a lot of younger people actually really care about it and definitely want to bring you back. Cause that's what we pretty much try and go for. So real quick, I want to ask who is the most famous person in your phone? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. There Thank you. are not a lot of people that are famous in my phone. 
Let me just go through the list here. I know you have to go, Kevin. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. We had Brad. <laughs> we had Brad Press say uh, Haley Deegan, and he's Haley really, Deegan really. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? He, uh, we were like, can we give her a call? I'm like, I don't know. It'll just be a bunch of giggling. So, have we asked that to each other yet, Anthony? Kevin, the most famous person in my phone is Alex. So okay, that's fair. <laughs> you met <laughs> Phil Swift, so I mean, he better. Be I met Phil Swift. I don't have his number though. Do you have Dale oh. Jr.'s number? Apparently, I have. I forgot about. Th- I have. Uh, John Henry, John what? Henry's number in here. Yeah, he. Can, we, can so, we give him a call? I don't. I don't think we could do that. But he called. <laughs> I got a, a random call one time from this like Boston area number, and it was John Henry calling, and he had a question about trading paints. He was having some trouble getting it to work. <laughs> so like he and his what? his like assistant called, and I walked. I helped walk them through it, and I saved the number because of course. It's John Henry, um, but yeah. <laughs> are you are you trying to tell me John Henry plays iRacing? racing? He does. I oh mean, he, my like, goodness, that is mind blowing. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm a yeah. huge Red Sox fan, so John Henry owning the Red Sox, and now me knowing that he he cares about iRacing, racing, I just I, I love him even more. I'm I'm about to he, go buy more Red Sox merch right now. He, Jeez, I, he he owns iRacing. racing. I didn't know he owned iRacing. racing. Yeah, he he's. Oh, well, uh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. It was a nice, you know, I think it's a great investment on his part, in my opinion. No, I very agree. good investment. <laughs> I mean, they are blowing up right now. I actually can't wait for you to be taking over on uh, NBC to start uh, commentating. They have confused with, you with Steve Letarte, so I see that in your future at this point. <laughs> we can go the other <laughs> way now. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd give it a shot. I can't compete with, you know, like Evan Pasako on the Peak Series broadcast or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, that guy's you know, electric. Yeah, he does. They do such a good job, honest to God. They do such a good job. Those guys are awesome. Like, it's really cool to see guys like Evan get a shot on NBCSN mm-hmm. when they do those broadcasts. Yeah, they're, they're I great. Do, I do enjoy watching those, which is very surprising, but I honestly find myself watching these video game streams. Like, I catch myself on Overwatch League just watching that. And I, the video game announcers are something else. God bless them. All right, I got one more question for you. If you can go back in time to any moment in NASCAR history or racing history in general and watch it live in person, where would you want to watch? Or what would you want to watch? I think, I mean, we referenced the 2002 Daytona 500. I mm-hmm. think I'd probably pick that one just because of... Hell yeah. I, I just love chaos and disasters. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, no, just... come through. It's, it was a great day that day. Yeah, like I, I've always been, I've always been like a big fan of like the underdog doing well. Mm-hmm. So like to have Ward Burton, not that he was really an underdog, but like he didn't win that often. Like unless it was like Darlington, he was really good at. Darlington. Yeah, it was. I think that was his fourth career win at that point. His third or fourth. Um, and yeah, no, that was also a very nice. It was a nice day in Daytona. Like I'm, I'm thinking that was probably about like uh, low seventies that day, if I recall correctly. Like it was beautiful. really, I know, man, <laughs> especially after what I went through in July this year, getting rained on in 90 degree heat. Um, yeah, no. And I told everyone before that race, Ward Burton is going to win that Daytona 500. And they laughed at me as a seven year old child who was <laughs> laughing at the end of that. Oh man. Well, Hey Steve, we appreciate you coming on to the show. Definitely want to have you back soon. Um, you know, Kevin, you got any more questions? No, that's it for me. Uh, just thanks for coming on and joining us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for, for having me and reaching out. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully we can talk again soon and uh, you don't have to Absolutely. run off the class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, str- the struggles of needing an education and having a right. life, you know. Uh, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Thanks, guys.
is going on? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 33, presented by absolutely no one. <laughs> I am your host, <laughs> Anthony Dietrich. I am absolutely pumped because I got to interview my second driver today. Today is November 11th, uh, November, hello? November. <laughs> you guys have to understand, my brain is mush. Between the FSU game and interviewing another driver, I am absolutely just cracked out right now so i'm joined <laughs> today by um my wonderful co-host the always present kevin costello hello kevin hello there you were excited you got me excited i thought we had a sponsor or something oh man we are getting close though we are getting <laughs> really um i am also joined by the wonderful alex who has done time traveling how was 1989 it was a blast from the past <laughs> <laughs> alex is here he is back and of course we have the legendary president of nascar reddit jeremy methfield what up my dog man you guys are making me feel old i was actually alive in 1989 i remember that <laughs> well so was i oh man i i was barely a twinkle in my father's eye so anyways oh, so geez. we have so much to talk about this week there have been stern bombs that stern didn't even get to announce we had a wonderfully interesting weekend at Indianapolis. Craziness over in uh, Monza. But first things first, we have what we've been waiting for all season at this rate. The NASCAR playoffs are amongst us. And I will start putting some very uh, exciting music in the background right now. <laughs> it's what we've been waiting for. 26 races have led up to this. Four stages to crown the champion of our sport, not to mention whatever Xfinity and trucks do, whatever. But we basically have 16 guys going at it, balls to the wall for 10 straight weeks with some of the best races on the schedule still to go. Martinsville in the fall. We got the Roval. We got Talladega. We got Phoenix or whatever they want to call it these days. And of course, it all ends in Homestead. So we have today, since Alex is only with us for an hour before he has to go travel back in time again, we got to go ahead and get our picks in first. So let's go ahead and just well, make where, our where, predictions. Where should I go this time? I don't know, man. I'm thinking that maybe go back to 77 and just let Jimmy Carter know not to make, let his brother make his own beer. That might be a good place to start. Go back to 2004 and tell Howard Dean not to scream. That might really be helpful. <laughs> All right. So, um, so first I, things I first. Got, oh, I got my no, first go. four that are out. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to go through all of it. So first things first, I just want to say for people who have not been listening to the show all season, I have a gripe with the playoff system. I think that it's broken. Um, I've blogged about it and all this. I'll just say it real quick for anyone who is not familiar. I think that the NASCAR should go one four 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 instead of four 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 one, or I'm sorry, three 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 one. It should go one three three three, if that makes sense. Basically, have the last round be three races, the first round be one race, and eight through sixteen can be eliminated, or I'm sorry, nine through sixteen can be eliminated. One through eight is safe. That's just me. That's the way I look at it. So I don't know. I know that Kevin doesn't agree with me. Hey, we're each entitled to our own opinions on this yes, podcast. Exactly. So first things first, we have this round of 16. We have Las Vegas this week. Then we go to uh, Richmond. Richmond. Thank you. I don't have the schedule up. I have nothing but Austin Terrio facts. Um, open. <laughs> uh, oops, I accidentally spoiled that. Um, and then we go to the Roval, which... 
by well, the way, they emailed me today and said that the $25 tickets are what's up, Bethy? And I didn't say anything. Was I supposed to say I, something? I, I heard I heard you. I heard you say something. I heard I a squeak. Heard, <laughs> I heard a squeak, yeah. I was I gonna go back say something, and now I don't remember. Say it. Say it, Matthew. Come on. Oh, Roval. Roval. Oh. Road He's cutting course, out now. Oval. What? Yeah, you're cutting Stupid out now. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Indiana. Ru- ruining great finishes and ruining his connection. Wow. Maybe one day they'll get decent internet out here. That's that's <laughs> a very, very big implication. <laughs> so um first things first so we have this we have las vegas this weekend it's our only mile and a half on um this one and we have a short track and a a road course is this the craziest round of the playoffs Mm, no no i mean no (laughs) i think two no's in a in a in a silence i think if i said no it's gonna be the crazy next year though it's like talladega and the robo in the same round that'll be the craziest by far yep Okay, but um, yeah, this man's thinking of the future. I'm talking about right now. But now this year, I, I think all three have like a somewhat of a wild card race, and then two races where it's like, okay, see, see the Roval is a wild wild card race in this first set. Then Talladega mm-hmm. gets the second set, and, and then I'd Martinsville, I would say, would probably be yeah. the next wild card. If your if your name is Matt Kenseth, it's a, it's um, less of a wild card than the Roval and Talladega, but it's still produced you know memorable. Very yeah, naked moments lately. Yeah, we had, you know, the damn war started, uh, you know. <laughs> the, we had Jeff Gordon's unbelievable win, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot that can happen going through there. But, I mean, the first round itself, the Roval, I think that is where the chaos is going to really begin again. Like, you know, as long as we don't have a long f- green flag run at the end, I, you bunch those cars up at the uh, you bunch those cars up going into turn one. There's going to be. Some hey, trouble. let's not forget that chaos started last year at Vegas, where only I think nine of the sixteen drivers even finished in the top twenty because of crashes and whatnot. So all it takes is, especially with this package on a restart, just one big wreck and half the field's gone. That is true. I mean, we've seen it in the past. Twenty seventeen yeah. comes to mind at Kansas, I believe it was. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm getting better with these you are getting with fact checking. It only just takes me getting a computer that doesn't stink. So um, let's, let's go ahead and get things started. So who are your first four out? Let's just get right into it. Who are your first four out? Okay. Who, wants Wait, to start? Who, who should start? I'm not going to start because I've been talking. Can anybody entire... hear me? I'll start. I can, yeah, I can hear you. Go on, Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, right, well, I'm back. I'm back in Illinois now. So that yay, internet. Right. <laughs> uh, my first four out are all B's. I got Bowman, Boyer, Byron, and Blaney. Wow. And the only wow. reason I threw, okay. the only reason I threw Blaney in there was because I picked Boyer, I picked Bowman, and I picked Byron, and I'm like, screw it, let's just go all B's and throw in Blaney as well. That's fair. I, so, I think I think you're wrong about Blaney. I think I am too, but I just wanted yeah, to go with alliteration. I think it's called. I don't know. Yeah, no, no that is that is alliteration. So Byron Bowman, I'm writing all these down so I can actually keep score. I am. By the way, we are keeping score for this. So the winner of this thing, I believe, should get to host the Daytona 500 episode next year. I think that's fair. You know, okay. you get to, and the loser, um, I don't know. What 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 do you guys think is fair we for get the loser? Voted off the island, not allowed on the podcast. No, no, okay, no. listen, if no. I am the loser, I cannot be voted off my own podcast. <laughs> no, no, loser loser has to po- has to submit an embarrassing picture for the podcast cover. That's fair. 
that's fair no one follows the instagram anyway so yeah. that's i can i can live with that i have a lot of embarrassing photos on my own instagram well so, so do i <laughs> i'm i mean i dressed up as a sorority girl for halloween 2013 you think that's that i cute. have no shame <laughs> i dressed up as a naked chef at bonnery what are we talking <laughs> about here <laughs> all right alex i was wearing who pants you, who are your first throw first uh I'm going to go Amarola, Byron, Jones, Bowman. All right. Almarola. I wrote Almarola twice for some idiotic reason. So you said Almarola, Byron, uh, Jones, and Bowman. Bowman. Jeez, not a lot of love for Bowman here. Um, Blaney. Okay. Well, I mean, geez, I'm seeing a little bit of a trend here with uh, who's getting voted off the island. So first things first, you guys all think Ryan Newman is is going on to the round of twelve is hilarious, but okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just throw mine out there saying, yeah, Newman's no, there's no yeah, way. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I haven't seen anything out of Almirola to yeah make me think he'll advance just on mm-hmm. speed. Bowman, I do have out, and then my last one, which is pretty hard to decide, was Blaney. And the only wow. reason I don't have yeah. Byron out is because I'm making a bold prediction and saying Byron wins Vegas. Okay. See, now okay. I wanted to go into that. Okay. You guys have any predictions for winners? Because I can't really make up my mind um, with like any winners for this round. The only one that I was like, okay, this could happen might be like Larson or Keselowski at the Roval. It could be because I mean, the, the thing is, I want to say Chase Elliott wins in Vegas. I really think. Like, you know, he's shown so much good speed at these mile and a half. And I think he's running the um the pink uh Hooters car this weekend, right? Or is that no, for I think no, it's in Dover. Dover. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. I have it's my I nice have car. my race winning predictions for every race. If you you, you actually made down. race did you guys make race winning predictions, Alex and Methy or nah? No, I did, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, Methy, hit me with them. I'm actually curious what you picked. So we got we're we going Vegas first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know. Hang on a second. Uh, I got uh, I got Keselowski winning Vegas. Okay. okay. He finished second there. He finished second there. In we might as well just throw strong. these out there while we're at it. Um, mm-hmm. Vegas, Richmond. Um, I'm, okay, what is it? Roval? All right. Sorry. I'm writing these down like crazy. So you said um, Keselowski at Vegas? Yep. All right. What, what's your Richmond then? Uh, I got Logano at Richmond. I got Logano for Richmond. Okay, that's a good pick. And for the Roval, then... I went with Truex. Oh, interesting. People forget that he – people forget this. He <laughs> did spin out on the last slap in the last corner. People do forget Oh, he got that. spun out. He didn't spin out. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. From what I've been seeing, like, that that looked like Truex was wheel hopping there last time <laughs> I checked. <laughs> okay, Kevin, what do you got? Yeah, because Johnson blasted him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that, hey, hey. That, no that'll make you wheel hop. <laughs> no Johnson slander this week. We, we, he's right. had enough. He's had enough. I got – I got Byron winning Vegas. That is such a such a bold oh, prediction. Hamlin winning Richmond. Yeah. And also okay. Truex winning the Roval. Okay, we're pretty much getting the same picks. By the way, I did not actually say my first four out. Um, real quick, my first four out before I cut off uh, Alex again. Newman, Byron, Almirola, and Kyle Larson. Ooh. Ooh. I, think, I think that Kyle just has not shown me anything um that he is going to improve I, he just has such bad luck in the in the chase chase the play hey, i'll, I'll so, look forward to him proving you wrong yeah no i would love for him to prove me wrong alex do you want to just throw a dartboard drunkenly randomly on the on the border yeah all right <laughs> so my my vegas prediction he 
typically does not run well at his home track, but I'm praying that I get proved wrong. But I think Bush for Vegas, Kyle Bush. Bush, Bush. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say at this rate, you actually have to be specific now. <laughs> uh, Kyle Bush for Vegas. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Bad Bread for okay. Richmond, and then I'm I'm really torn because. I, I want to say Blaney for the Roval, but I know that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So Just write it down, Amy. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Chase Elliott for the Roval. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I'll just throw shit against the wall and see if it sticks. Uh, Vegas. I'll go ahead and pick Logano. Um, and then Richmond. I'm gonna go ahead. And I guess I'll pick Truex there. He You're really just picking the people that wanted this track earlier this year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And guess who I'm picking for the Roval, guys? It's Chase Elliott. <laughs> you make me do these picks so randomly. I, have yeah, to just, yeah. I also have to keep in line with what my, um, my, my rounds go. Because, I mean, the later I go, the more I have to incorporate, well, are they in on points or not? And that's yeah. kind of important. Um, so, do I, we have any similarity between the four of us on who's out? Um, we all seem to agree that Almarola is out, except for Methy because he wanted alliteration. Um, and yeah, no, we don't have a single um agree. We we don't agree on anything. Everyone agrees on Bowman. I don't know why. I think Bowman will. I think Bowman will succeed at Vegas. Probably finish second. Well, because um, we all disagree, that means he's totally gonna advanced now so congrats, exactly. Alex, yeah. for congrats to alex bowman the 2019 nascar champion okay <laughs> so next four out after that i would like to go first with that one How okay go it? ahead okay so i have brad keselowski in a stunner um i have ryan blaney as my next one then uh clint boyer and then that jones boy unfortunately i don't think that jones is gonna get have as much luck in the round of 12 at, i believe round of 12 is now i'm gonna just start throwing uh, stuff against the wall again. Here we go. Okay, actually, Dover, now. Dover Talladega, Kansas. Okay, Gee. Dad. <laughs> Listen, Kevin. Talladega. Okay. Um. So who went? Uh. I think Alex. You got to go now. Okay. We're snake so, drafting it. Uh. Newman Boyer. Uh. Truex and Hamlin. Ooh. Truex Hamlin and Hamlin. Out? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! This man is, dude. I am very interested in your final four right now. My goodness. Oh wow, that's that's interesting. So first, you think Newman's getting to the round of twelve, then out. So you just must think he's going to collapse at. Uh, I mean, those tracks are Hamlin's bread and butter almost. Nah, uh, but I, I, I foresee others being stronger than he is. That's fair. All right. Uh, who is next? I believe that uh, Kevin, you're next. Sure. So I got uh, Boyer, Byron, okay. Now Bush, he's gone. Okay. And Denny Hamlin as well. Whoa. I'm feeling I just, really. I, stupid I think right he now. has so really much stupid. hype, and he like just the confidence. But if you look at those tracks, Todd Vega's decent for him but not yeah, lately like he twice. hasn't really shown the speed at the mile and a half this year besides texas and that was a different type of track 
Um, yeah, but he just needs to finish changes. in the top five, and then Dover. I know. Like, I, I just, I just think he gets it. unlucky too. That's just a bit of a hunt. Like that. Well, team obviously, luck plus speeding penalties and all that stuff. I just think it'll come back to bite. It's been too good for too long for that team. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Like he comes alive when he gets those speeding penalties. So watch your tongue. All righty. Um, <laughs> okay, Methy, I know you've been waiting. I am. All right. The next four out. I got Newman going out and. I know everybody Smart. says there's no way Newman's going to make it to the round of 12, but no, he like backed his way into the final four and almost won it a couple of years ago with Childress. So and mm-hmm. he's, that's fair. He's just an animal. He's just I mean, there. Yeah, he's, he's at, just there. Everybody says in typical Newman fashion, well, typical Newman fashion is being extremely hard to race. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the playoffs will reward being hard to race. So that's why I got him going to the next round. But he just yes, but you know. also must be in the top ten at certain points to earn more yeah. points. I don't know, and that's why I don't see him going past around the twelve. <laughs> doesn't have the, doesn't have the speed this year. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, Jones going out, Almarola, and Larson. I just Larson's. I want to root for him, but it just he, he doesn't have the speed. Yeah, I, I I'm not high on Larson this year either. Um, that's three. Wait, what was your fourth? Uh, Newman, Jones, Almarola, and Larson. Uh, there he is. Okay, now we have Al- out. So we all have a consensus. Consensus: Newman and Almarola cooked. And Blair, okay. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So winners. Um, Methy, who are your winners? We got Dover coming up. Who's winning Dover then? Dover. I got Harvick taking Dover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talladega. I got Jimmy Johnson winning Digga just as a nice screw you to missing the chase. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be wonderful. But I actually had to mute a Jimmy Johnson fan. He was getting very very annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do that. Yeah, he retweets everything he sees. It, it just cluttered my timeline. And then what was the next race? Kansas. So Kansas. Uh, I got Keselowski taking that one too. Got Keselowski doing well on a mile and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, oh. Kevin, I think that you're next. All righty. I have my boy, Kyle Larson, finally breaking through at Dover. He <laughs> okay. runs third there in the spring, and it's one of his best tracks. Uh, I have Logano at Talladega just because Penske hasn't won there this year, so they're due. <laughs> oh, wait. Who did you have? You cut out there. Logano. Logano. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I have that Jones boy at Kansas. Okay. It's fair. Alex? Um, Dover. I, I'm going to have to say Harvick because he's fucking good there. He's <laughs> very good there. And by the way, these picks won't really, like, you know, we can go back to these picks if we want to for when we're making actual, like, previews and stuff if we really feel the need. But, you know, it depends what, on what's going on here. What's next? Talladega? Talladega. So just throw something against the wall. Uh, not a playoff driver. Okay. Okay, so should I just write down not a playoff driver? Yeah. Okay, got it. He's he's picking the field. Man, he's just literally picking the field. So if you win, you get less points for that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last track? Hi, my name's Justin Haley. Kansas. Um, Kansas. <laughs> uh, Kurt. Oh. Wow. I didn't hear him. What did he say? Kurt Busch. Oh, gee. Okay, okay. So someone's thinking like I'm thinking here. All right. My picks, I'm going to go chase back-to-back. He's going to get that win at Dover, I think. Um, that's mm-hmm. a track that he's very good at. 
Um, Talladega, that's, um, you know, I'm actually going to pick someone. I think Alex Bowman wins there. Hendrick has shown speed there, and I think Bowman is going to uh, get that Pied Piper 88 back out in front. So that will be awesome to see. Was, was then, Bowman already out for you? Bowman is not out for me. Ooh. So Bowman, Bowman is actually gets wow. to the round of eight, I think, with that win. Um, I think Bowman is going to surprise some people. He has been solid this season. He wow. went on that little hot streak in the summer. I'm he just did. saying, man. Yeah. Wait, wait till uh, y'all see my my final four. Yeah, I can't wait to see that disaster. <laughs> um, let's see here. And then uh, Kansas, I'm going to also pick Kurt Busch. I believe – wait, did I have Kurt? Um, yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, I think Kurt, um, he probably will be on the bubble at that point um, and really just push himself to – because in my scenario, Kyle Larson's out of it. So CGR Ooh. is putting everything into Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch has that experience. He won at Kentucky already. He's looked good at these mile-and-a-halves. Give me Kurt Busch in some chaos at Kansas. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. if I, I kind of do agree with the fact that if Bowman makes the round of 12, he's going to make the round of eight. Because I was doing research and I noticed that uh, Dover, Talladega, and Kansas are all tracks that he finished <laughs> runner up this year already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. When he had that like streak of uh, three in a row, it was those three tracks in a different order. But. Alex, your picks are insane. You just—I just got a text from Alex, and his his picks are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can write those down real quick, just in case you have to leave. No, um, no, I—I I just wanted the shock factor. Shock factor. That, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you; it's pretty shocking. Um, okay, so now we have the round of eight. So this is where things start really. You've already weeded out the quote-unquote trash, and now you have the elite eight of uh the Cup Series. So we have for this round Martinsville. Texas and Phoenix. So this is a very exciting round in its own regard because once again you don't have the same track twice. Um, you have the short track um, value in Martinsville. You have the mile and a half, whatever the hell's going on in Texas, and then of course the madness that usually is Phoenix in the final race before the mm-hmm. chase. So let's go ahead and move into that. So, Kevin, um, who goes first in this one? Is it? Uh, I think it's Matthew goes first um, for the round of eight. Yeah, yeah. Come on. We're not skipping Matthew here. <laughs> All right. So, Matthew, who is life, out? Life already has skipped me by. I want to be the first time. <laughs> oh, <We're out>. no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Elite Eight going out, not making to the final four. I got uh, Logano going out. No back-to-back for him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kes- Keselowski going out? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> It's just the way he said it that was funny. <laughs> okay. He's just got all, he's got all the, the, the Penske guys out. Wow. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, actually, I don't have any Penske guys either now that I look at it. Yeah. Okay. Then I got the Chase Elliott going out. This was a tough one. Yeah, that, that, that because... was one that I had to contemplate about 10 minutes with. <laughs> and you know why it was a tough one for me? Because you said that we were doing a Chase preview show. So I did all sorts of research on Chase Elliott, on Chase Briscoe. I got facts <laughs> and stats all ready to go. And then you're like, no, it's a playoff preview. I'm like, I'll just may as well throw these out. Wait, do you still have them? Because actually, if you could just give us like every single time you come back to you a random Chase fact, I'd love that. Yeah, let me, I'll, I gotta, let me. Well, don't read and drive. Let Be me, careful. Let me find a parking spot for that. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll come back to you with that. So, who's your last guy out then? You have Logano, Keselowski, Chase Elliott, and then Kurt Busch. Okay, so I can pretty much I... determine your 
final four from that. But if you want to go ahead and let the the wonderful people at home know. Oh, the final four? Yeah. I got, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing minus that Jones boy and Kevin yeah. Harvick. Okay, so it's basically um, it's, it's Harvick one. against the world, uh, it sounds like. That's preview one. We have Corey Nabethi, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Truex, and Harvick. And we will come back later for your champion. But that is a hell of a that that's a hell of a solid final four right there. Yeah, there. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Not, also, a very easy final four because you have the only three guys that have four wins, and then the hottest driver right now. So, congrats. <laughs> and it's not like I could pick anybody from that final eight and have a solid final four. Yeah. So there's, oh, there's, there's no just, wrong answer. I mean, there's so much to pick from. Wrong answers, but I mean, it's one of those. Yeah, no, I could see how you why you thought that. Mm-hmm. So Methy, right. Methy's out here with his bold predictions, picking the the top four going into the playoffs. All right, I like it. <laughs> he goes from alliteration nonsense to wow. Okay, yeah. this is All right, Kevin, what do you got? I, I wanted to go numerical, but I just don't. <laughs> Alrighty, I Ooh, have Kurt Busch, our champion. I got out uh, Eric Jones. I think his run ends. Also have Logano out. I still have Larson in, but I don't think he makes it to Miami. And then Truex Jr. does not make it to the final four. Okay, okay. That's interesting. So your final four is Kyle Busch. Mm -hmm. Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, and Brad Keselowski. And I think, or we'll get into the That's not. Yeah, we'll get into that. That's that's not a bad one either. Damn. Yeah, no. (laughs) These are are solid. Um, And uh, Harvick, you said? Yeah, Harvick. Yes. Okay. All right, so Alex, um, let's get into your next uh, four out that would lead us to the final four then. Four out, Blaney. Sadly, I, I don't think he, he's got the speed. Yeah, no one's believing in him, sadly, and, this and then, season. Uh, Logano, I don't, I, just, I don't think they're going to put together the runs needed. <sighs> My boy Larson, I think he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think... Chase Elliott, even though he's made it this far, I don't think that they got the speed to actually carry them to the the Homestead race. So your final four then? Kyle is... Busch, Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, Bad Brad. There is a very common theme going on here. <laughs> Kurt in the final four is four, bold yeah. as hell. Yeah, that is the boldest I, I just, prediction, but it makes sense. But, you know, I'm talking to his PR guy, Jeff Dowling, uh, this weekend at, at Indy. I mean, we were talking about just how the team was doing in general, and there's there's a lot of stuff that you don't see on TV, like team chem- chemistry and communication and stuff that, you know, he, he was kind of alluding to. So I, I think – that their their mojo is going, and I I think Kurt's going to be there in the end. I really do. Really, I mean, really do. Let me ask this: If he doesn't win the race at Kentucky, do you still have him in your final four? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So the Ryan Newman of the crowd, you did also pick him to win at, at Kansas, though. So. Yeah, but he's, he's he's been too consistent, too consistent. Mm-hmm. So I I think because I mean. Realistically, look at the people who I've picked. They've yeah. all been – they may not have won a bunch. Like, Kozlowski hasn't won, 
Like he's won. I but can't he, remember the last time Keselowski won, won off the top of my head. It was, it was when he beat Bowman at Kansas. Yeah. 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 But here's the thing. They've all been super, super consistent. Mm-hmm. So I, I want consistency on my final four. Okay, I'm going to just go ahead and pick the guys that actually win races. <laughs> no, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so my next four out. That's not got, how this works. I know. Yeah, no. Well, there's nothing on this podcast that works. Let's be honest here. We're all just a mess right now. We're picking Kurt Busch in our final four, for God's sakes. Hey, hey. You leave me alone. <laughs> so my next four out, I think that the magic ends in this round Sadly, I think Alex Bowman is done, but you know, he would have given the fans so much to root for at that point. Even though if Bowman technically is still in, people love to say Phoenix is his track. He didn't look good there in the spring. I, I don't know about that. Like, I think Bowman just had a really good run there in 2016. Um, then I have Kurt Bush. I got Truex Jr. being seen later in the um next four out, and then uh Joey Logano. I, I don't think any of us have Logano. I think we all have court. Logano out in the round. So no one <laughs> believes in Logano to repeat because we haven't had a repeat champion since, um, obviously, Jimmy Johnson when he won five in a row. Uh-huh. I think that this this format is far too hectic. It's like baseball. It's just too hectic to have a repeat champion. It's so much on the driver. It's so much stress on the team. There's so much that's going on. It's like, I mean, you know, I don't really know. Um, so... <laughs> Um, my final four Bud is, Light. oh, well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Shouts out Nolan. We really miss you. Um, he was going to come on. Um, he has some things to do. He's actually texted me and said he is, uh, currently fighting a rancor on the, uh, sand pits of Tatooine. So we'll hope for the best. All for right. So um, fight one of those. <laughs> hey man, if a Skywalker can do it, I think anyone. He, he didn't. He ran away from it because he knew better. <laughs> what was the one thing that's just the giant sand vagina? No. Was that? <laughs> oh, what? that was a sarlacc. Oh, sarlacc. God. Nerd fail. Okay. Nerd fail. Yeah. Oh. You almost made me spit out my beer. That would have been a party foul. <laughs> I would have had to ship you over a case. Don't worry, I would. And I, and um, I was still, I was still right. He ran away from the rancor. Yeah, you are correct on that. I, I I do apologize. So, I mean, if anything, Nolan shows more balls at that point by actually fighting it. So, God bless. That's true. Yes, that's true. All right. So, my final four at um at Homestead, I got Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Chase Elliott. It it looks like from the consensus, we've all agreed on Kyle and Kevin getting into the final four. Yeah, I think that we can all agree it's based on the experience. Has Kyle yep. Busch ever not made the final four? Yes, no, I'm sure in he has. 2017. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, both him and Harvick, since the elimination format, they've made it all years but one. Mm-hmm. And that's just basically why we all picked them, I assume. It's that consistency and it's that experience in this format. So, yeah, I don't Truex, know. Truex made three out of five. Logano's made... I think uh, two, 2016 and when he won last year. No, he, he made 2014 as well. Oh, oh, wow. I didn't realize he was there in 2014. Yeah. 14 was... Hamlin, Harvick, Newman, and Logano. God, what an awful uh, final four. <laughs> oh, I didn't, that was the only Homestead race I have not watched um, since it became the final race. Which says a lot about how much I put myself through torture with Jimmy Johnson. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so race picks for the round of eight? Yeah, okay, so round of eight race picks. Um, 
I don't remember who goes first here. I think we'll just go ahead and give it to the people who actually wrote these down. So, Methy. Yeah, Amy. Uh, where are we at? I don't even remember. Uh, are you parked yet, by the way? Yes, I am parked. Okay, give us so a chase fact real quick. All right, chase fact. Um, uh, chase Briscoe has two middle names. Chase wow. David Chase David Wayne Briscoe. Dude, me and Chase yeah. Briscoe have something okay. in common. Hell yeah. Yeah, and um, I got... The other thing I noticed during my research was that uh, there must be a Wikipedia editor who lives near Road America because a lot of drivers' pictures and pictures of their cars are of them during the parade lap at Road America. <laughs> oh, well, interesting. That's not, I don't even know chase fact. That's more of a Wikipedia fact. That's awesome. Well, that's just random fact. How about that? Dude, that's awesome. Thank you for that I'm, random fact. No, it's my pleasure. With a, with a plural S. All right, so let's hit up Martinsville. Uh, Methy, what do you got for Martinsville? I got Kyle Bush taking Martinsville. He's just going to go uh, Kyle Bush at Martinsville. Mm-hmm. That's about the only way I can describe it. And then we got uh, we're Texas. I got Hamlin at Texas. And then Kyle Bush again at Phoenix. Okay. Those are great picks. You know, we all have Kyle Bush and Kevin Harvick. I have noticed I have not picked either of them as my winners. <laughs> so I gotta I gotta start making scramble picks here. Um okay, Kevin. Okay, so I have the field winning Martinsville of Okay, remember so you get any, less points for that. Anybody besides my final eight. So it could be Boyer, could be Hamlin. Could be Matt Kenseth for all we know. Yeah, sure, why not? Um <laughs> My God, that's I just, I just think someone either who's pissed <laughs> off because they just got eliminated or desperation like a Jimmy Johnson or someone who hasn't won yet this season is kind of like, all right, this is my last realistic chance. So let me go balls to the wall. And I think they make it work. Texas is mm-hmm. running fourth on the last restart. And mm-hmm. just like, oh, here, I'll take this win. Thank you. Guys. Yeah. The uh, Ryan Newman. Wide into one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. And then I have Kyle Bush winning at Texas. And Chase Elliott actually winning at Phoenix. Locking himself into the championship. Mm-hmm. And he's going to need it because out of... There's two guys in front of him on points who I have out, so he's going to need uh, a win, I think, to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... Oh, uh, well, yeah, so... we'll, we'll get to Homestead, so... Har- Alex... Well, and then Harvick and Kozlowski on points. Yes, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Alex. Uh, Martinsville? Ah. <sighs> If this actually happens, I'll probably cry. But Matty D. Oof. Did, did he just say Matt DeBetto? He did. He did he it. Did. Oh, my God. That's the field. So, uh, But he actually made a pick. He wasn't a coward again and didn't just say the field. He it's actually is saying field. straight up Man, Matt DeBetto. I'm, I'm coward so and if, proud. To be quite honest, if Matt DeBetto wins that race, I might just give you this whole this whole thing <laughs> as a as the winner because that's yeah, he's a that's a player. bold. That's not even a barstool race for him. So wow, that's very bold. Um, okay, Texas. Uh, I'm gonna go. I you know I oh, oh that's tough. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure you're thinking about well, who do I have in my final four? And... Well, I, I I mean yeah, but like. My final four, they all run decent mile and a half. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go Kurt at Texas. Okay. Wow. And then that's that's not a bad pick because 
Texas, just like Kentucky, is different from one end to the other. Uh-huh. So Kurt Busch won Kentucky. Makes sense. He'd run well and win to Texas. So that's a good and pick. Then, I like that one. And then Phoenix, you'd be stupid not to go with Harvick. Yeah, stupid. I was going to say. that's. See, I think, honestly, Kyle Busch has owned stupid. that track lately. Kyle Busch <laughs> hasn't lost a single race since they moved the start finish line there in either series he's running. Okay, wow, so two races. Congratulations. I mean, I'm not thinking of it either, but I'm just saying. I don't think Harvick is an obvious pick at Phoenix anymore. It's literally called Kevin Harvick International Speedway. Technically, it was Jeff Gordon International Raceway back in 2015. Whatever you want to call it. It's literally Kevin Harvick has like eight wins there. It's it's like picking him against Dover. Oh, man, even though I picked Chase Elliott. Yep. So I got my winners. Um. So for Martinsville, I got Chase Elliott getting revenge on that 2017 uh, race. Um, then I got Texas because I need to pick him, Kyle Busch, to lock himself in. And then Phoenix, Kevin Harvick, uh, lock himself in. Hamlin gets in on the points. Hamlin has enough wins, enough playoff points, and definitely the consistency to get himself in there. That's not even a question. And uh, compared to the other four drivers I have him going against, Bowman, Kurt, Truex, and Logano, he only has to worry about Truex and Logano winning a race other than him. And I think that he gets it in. All right. Let's go. So let's now go. our champions. So I didn't get a chance to look back at what we originally predicted as our final fours, but I do remember Kevin picking Larson as one of his final fours. So um, let's just all point and laugh at, at, at Kevin real quick. <laughs> hey, don't laugh yet. You got nine weeks so you can laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, listen, if Kyle, if Kyle Larson does actually final four like you have to be worried about you that. know how like heartbreaking never... that would be though if he made the final four like for the and then Finn last time at homestead and then he doesn't even win homestead after all that hype oh that would be tragic and then yeah. if only he was going to be good at phoenix now if only <laughs> if only they could fix the playoff system who else has come up with a good idea no one on this podcast <laughs> um, so our champion um i think that i i'll go ahead and just say mine i think this is finally the year I have waited 14 years to finally see this man hold up a championship trophy. And when Denny Hamlin wins that race and Rutledge Wood just bumbles on over to him (laughs) with all the smoke and and him crying with his wonderful hairline and everything, I'm going to get on the ground, get on both knees, crack open a beer, stone cold stunner them right in my face and scream like a banshee because Denny Hamlin... Yeah, I'm Somebody gonna be on... record it. I, well, it's not a Stone Cold Stunner, but you know what I mean, where he cracks the beers and oh, we know what you mean. Yeah, I, okay. I think. Oh, I oh think you're gonna do the Cole Custer? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do the Cole Custer. And that's a bold Denny prediction. Hamlin is your 2019 Monster Cup Energy Champion wired to out. wire, baby? <laughs> Until he gets busted for speeding on the last pit stop. Ooh. I thought you were gonna say Ooh. busted for Adderall, so. <laughs> Well, I guess I guess I'm next if we're going snake. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I I do appreciate your bold prediction there, Anthony, but I do think you're wrong. Oh well, we're yeah. we're gonna be staying in the same camp, but I'm going with Kyle Busch. Okay, so you think Kyle gets his second? Oh yeah, that's a fair pick. So I mean, dude, Kyle Busch has been one of the best drivers. He's having a career year again, even with the four wins. Um, yeah, that's a great pick. <laughs> Safe pick. Great pick. All right, Kevin. Consistency. Cons- consistency. Yes, I agree. All right, Kevin, what do we got? 
<laughs> I am going to go with Kyle Larson. Another no, <laughs> actually, if we, if we're gonna make that, I think Larson finally actually wins the race. <laughs> okay, He's so not I'm in my final Larson. four, but I'm I think he actually Larson wins the race. The winner, because um, I picked actually Hamlin to win the race also, um, and then Kyle Busch. Are you picking Kyle Busch to win Homestead or just win the championship? Uh, both. Yeah, I think we finally get a with this playoff format, someone who doesn't win the championship wins the race. I, I, okay. I think we're way nice. overdue for that. Yeah. Um, okay. And then your champion. But my champion is two B two time champion in the two car, Brad Kozlowski. Oh wow, dude! How electric would that be? We get that would be cool. Brad Kozlowski back on national television. Let's I love go! It. I just I think love he, it. if you look at the tracks similar to Homestead, I think of Auto Club Speedway. What? Kansas and Chicago land. And I'm pretty sure he's finished in the top three in all of those. I was gonna say Vegas might actually come to mind and he didn't he didn't Vegas, win there. If you want to include Vegas, then yeah, he finished second. Why would place. you include Auto Club? That's a two and a half or that's a two mile I know it's track two and a half, but it runs it runs by it the wall. Like, it like I don't I don't think success at Texas and Kentucky is gonna turn No, it doesn't mean shit set, at those tracks. Which is why I don't think Kyle Bush, because Kyle Bush really hasn't been that great at those tracks besides auto club given and that's probably the most different from homestead just because it is a, a larger track but that is my pick brad kozlowski all right and methy um are you are you still parked or i'm still here i'm parked oh. i'm ready to read and okay do you got any I'm more good. facts for us uh let's go with a chase elliott fact he really uh, wrote no, these down i'm so happy i'm, I'm so <laughs> happy he wrote these down I'm... I'm gonna stick with uh, Chase Briscoe because uh, I got I got his autograph in Indianapolis this week and I kind of like him. Ooh, so I'm gonna stick swag. with Chase. Did he re- uh, did he remember you? Oh, you're one of the twenty thousand that were there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Shut up. <laughs> hey, so, I'm just don't saying. Be man, so that's negative. I've seen there. That dude. That place is so massive. Yeah, no, it's I huge. know, but it also is just kind of a tough scene to see them scattered. They should just put them all in one section and be like, "This is where you sit. Deal with it." <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll look even emptier, and there's no good seats. I mean, you can see. That's, yeah, there was any other track, seats. maybe, but it's not like you can see the whole track at uh, Indy, anyways. The it's fine. I would honestly go and golf during the race half. if I could. Yeah. All right. All right Chase, um, Chase Briscoe fact. Um, even though he's a rookie, he's got 20 top tens this year. I forgot how many top five. Did not know that. Down shit. Uh, he's won at Homestead before uh, in the Truck Series in 2017. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, he's where is it? His only other appearance in Kansas was a thirtieth in the Xfinity Series race. Forgot to only race there once. Mm-hmm. So just sad. So if we're going Final Four for Xfinity, I got him as the the me and the big three in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna win a championship, but he'll definitely be in the Final Four. I think he's been consistent and fast enough. So I like that. Yep. All right. Um oh. and. My champion. It's good to see that we all pick somebody different because I'm going with Kevin Harvick. Okay, so we got all back-to-backs, and then I've got a first-timer. Okay, do you have Harvick winning the race? I do. I think it's going to be just – I think it's going to be just like last year where the final four finish one, two, three, four. Wow. Yeah, that would probably make sense. Larson? Larson last year was running top five. I think he was 
second or third at the time. Yeah, he looked like he backed out of that. And he just went, uh, I don't have the car to go win. I'm going to get the hell out of the way here. Mm, if only uh, if only Xfinity drivers knew. Or Newman. But, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm it's a, hard enough for Newman to, I'm gonna be to real. actually I don't, see the people behind him. I don't think we'll ever see another one, two, three, four by the championship four. Like the odds okay, of that actually happening election. are so rare. Yes, but it's like, happening. It's not happening again. I know, but just for them not to no one have a mistake at all. Even like a slip up on a restart for someone to grab fifth instead of fourth is just mind. What happened what happened with uh, Edwards Carl Edwards and Joey Logano going into one of these they just went down and down and down, and they ran out of room and came up the racetrack and took everybody out. And then, is that uh, ever going to happen, do you guys think, where all four of the championship competitors get taken out? God, I, I think hope if they so. move the finale. That would be, that would be the wake-up call that NASCAR needs to get a better playoff system. I don't yep. know. I think so, – I mean, the there's not that there's been sucks. rumors of Thank the, you, Matthew. I agree. Not that I got, I got a reason rumors. for that. I'll go into that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Of the finale Kevin. moving to Daytona or anything, but I remember Dale Jr. was saying, yeah, I think we should start the season in Daytona and at Daytona, and I feel like... That's why wanted, Dale Jr. is not allowed to be president of NASCAR. If the yet. racing is as similar as it is now, if they somehow change the racing at the Super Speedways, then I think okay. there's potential. All right, well... Um, yeah, no, I agree. So, uh, Alex, we just want to say thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for time traveling for the sake oh, of all of humanity. Um, uh, but yeah, no, your picks are pretty solid. I will definitely keep score of all these picks throughout the, um, playoffs and let you guys know week by week basis. But, um, everyone let's say bye to Alex. Bye, Alex. Bye, Alex. Bye, bye Alex. And I'm Alex. God bless you. I love you. All right, man. See you later. Have a good one. Later, guys. We did really well today. I just want to give – I want all of you to give yourselves a pat on the back. We got through a a NASCAR playoff preview in under 45 minutes. That's unreal. You guys are the real – All right, now on to the Xfinity Series. All right, so now (laughs) on to the Xfinity Series. So who do we got winning these? Okay. Honestly, my – I forget who said it. I think – yeah, I think it was Matthew, but my final four is his – same final four. I actually think I have Cindric instead of Briscoe. And then I have uh, Tyler Reddick winning it all, just because I don't think he can ah. be beaten at those tracks. I'm taking right Cole now. Custer as my champion this year. I think that uh, cha- that uh, Christopher Bell has been a little too on my nerves this season for me to pick him as a champion, even though he probably will win. Um, I but, hope so, because uh, that's who I picked. I need some bonus points. <laughs> I, need, I mean, I'm not giving you guys bonus points for the Xfinity. I mean, you guys can get ah. out of here with that. Like, yeah, you know, well, well, I don't have enough room. In my- <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and read the headlines right now. So um, today is actually September 10th. Um, we record and I just lie about the date in the beginning of the episode. Spoiler alert. Um, so today we got some pretty big fucking news, if you ask me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and I love getting woken up to good news. I hate getting woken up to bad news. So this was a nice turn of events. Kevin texts me in the morning and just says, whoa, 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 whoa. And then I get um, a tweet from uh, Turn 2 Tailgater. Shouts out my boys Tyler and Ken um, about Matt Benedetto. And turns out Matt Benedetto is going to the 21 car as Paul Menard is retiring after this season. And I just – I want to do a backflip off my, my bed like Carl Edwards. But unfortunately, I'm <laughs> six foot two and 260 pounds and very unathletic. So <laughs> – 
You could uh, eat me. I wait. How tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm five ten, but I feel like you could still eat me. I probably could if you get me drunk enough. I'd be like, oh, there's, there's, this man's looking like a snack with a Q and a couple C's in it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Jesus. <laughs> the only way I'd ever eat a human is if they're a vegan because they eat what my food eats. And are you really talking about vor on this podcast right now? Maybe. I don't. I'm really concerned. We just opened up a can of worms i don't i want to close this right now we're not this is an anti-vor podcast i'm not, I'm not kink shaming but this is an anti-vor podcast okay um so, i was just thinking like survival mode like zombie apocalypse and stuff i'm going for the vegans first look i've seen that episode of sunny in philadelphia where they become manhunters become addicted to human flesh it's cannibalism doesn't look great okay i'm gonna be honest cannibalism doesn't look great well it's not like my plan oh. a well, I mean, dude, there's got to be other food besides, like, look, I understand the All right, so party. the truck series. All right. Tru- Hang on, series. I'm not done here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the truck series. Um, we've already made our truck series predictions. Have we? I wasn't, I wasn't there for that. All right, do you want to make truck series predictions? Go for it. I think that I don't... It's going to be Chastain or Moffat. It's right. Chastain, Chastain, Chastain or Moffat. Moffat. Yeah. Like, do we have anyone that can play spoiler? No, like, I mean, Justin Crafton. Haley can't luck into a win in the truck series anymore. So, besides that, mm, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, have they they're, They have one more race until the elimination, don't they? And it's this yep. weekend. Yeah. Okay, who gets eliminated then this weekend? I'm, I'm going, I'm voting Johnny Sauter being seen later. Let me look at the points. I know uh, Ankrum, yeah. it's Ankrum is the, the in eighth, and then it's, it's Ankrum think, and Sauter are. Yeah. Out. I mean, the only thing I can see is Austin Hill just absolutely. I, I think it's going to be Austin Hill and Ankrum. I mean, Johnny Sauter is kind of. I can't. I can't root for Johnny right now. I just can't do it. Sauter and Hill. Isn't Grant Enfinger in the? Playoffs? I don't remember. He's six right now, I think. Yeah, Grant Enfinger could play spoiler right now. I, I, feel I gotta like... blow my nose real quick. Over here, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, Tony Montana. Um. Uh, I don't really have much else for the like the final four and trucks is just kind of like. I mean, I, I feel like the trucks don't need this playoff system because they actually do get a lot of different winners if they do, like, you know, if they don't have Kyle Busch racing or yeah, Frank Biffle, exactly. I guess. So they don't need the playoffs anymore like this. Uh, I think they could have just left it alone and just had Xfinity and, and, um, and with it. I don't even like Xfinity having it, to be honest. But, hey, we get to say Brandon Jones is in the playoffs, and that's important to me. Um. Do we do we have a Brandon Jones prediction at all? Or? Crash, crash. Okay, crash. we're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Whatever. nothing against Brandon Jones. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. We're used to it. Um, I have to go on the on Reddit and defend that man like he's my own son, and I I, I am older than him, so he's like a Ooh. younger brother to me. Much better. Oh wow, how did that taste? Uh, great. Sorry, your boy's nursing the uh, new semester Tallahassee flu that goes. Oh no, it's fine. It also came down to Fort Lauderdale too. Don't oh, worry cool. About it. Great. Yeah. Ah, oh, the entire state is sick. Yeah. Um, That's what we get for living in Florida. Classic. Um, boys going to college and shit. I was racing cars in my college. <laughs> I wish I was okay. racing cars. <laughs> Back in my day, I was already Back in the Cup Series. <laughs> nah, I didn't make it that far. I just went local and ran out of talent and/or money. It's Joel, mostly the, it's Joel mostly Logano the money. Goes, the oh, y'all cute. <laughs> Cup series at eighteen. <laughs> That's Willie Byron to you, right? Now. Yeah. 
Dude, William Byron is still me. taking like classes. He's got to focus on finals. That's why he can't make the championship. Hey, Justin Haley is six days older than me, so that's weird, man. Yeah. Justin Haley. Uh, anyone think that he might actually sneak his way into the final four, get hot? Who? And, uh, what? Oh, in in Xfinity. No. Okay. Haley? Yeah. Is he uh, not in the playoffs? I, I no, know. he is. I just don't think. I think it's going to be. What in the hell are we doing here? The big three, and the only other three that I could, or the only three that I could see joining them is Briscoe, uh, Cindric, or Allgaier. What happened All here? Is you said race. you were so big, and then he said you could eat him, and I was like, dude, that's kind of yeah, crazy. That just yeah, downhill from there. Hey, by the way, how do I make Reddit not this? Like, I probably shouldn't be using Microsoft Edge. That would probably help. All right. So I'm going to go on my phone real quick. Um, any other headlines that happened this week off the top of my head? Oh, the um, Benedetto and the 21. I'm going to get already, a Maddie, I, I was talking I'm gonna, about that. I'm going to get a Maddie D root beer from Menards. I'm really excited about that. That is pretty uh, sweet. You can flex your Menards thing, buying habits on us because we don't got that. Can, can oh, we have a... you guys don't get to save big money? No, we don't. No, we don't have Menards, oh. unfortunately. We, we just get to here. shop where it's a pleasure. That's about it. Yeah, we, we have shopping. We have places like that. Also, we have Luckies, which is awesome. Nah, it's not Menards. Yeah, I mean, you can't buy food at Menards, I assume, right? Yo, you shit. Yeah, you can. Have you Wait, not what? seen ARCA commercials? No, I don't, they, I don't they got a little watch mini the ARCA grocery commercials that often. A... I didn't know that. Awesome. Dude, I tune out during commercials. I'm really afraid of seeing <laughs> commercial for the 500th time. Um, Just like you sometimes, Grandpa. Listen here, you little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to literally throw you off a cliff if you ask That's this question. 100% one my favorite part of Race Threads every time oh that commercial comes God. up. Just 90 people. Listen says, here, you little shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to beat you up. I didn't serve two tours in, in Vietnam for this. Oh, my goodness. Um... Uh, I don't have any other headlines other than Matt DiBenedetto um, in the 21 car, which is awesome, by the way. Here's the yeah. thing, though, about the Matt DiBenedetto um, moving to the 21. If, for some reason, Menards does back out, which I don't think is going to happen. No, they said they're coming back. Okay, good. Yeah. Then my whole thing about Penske leaving the 21 would be a whole – look, no, I think he, Matt's going to – People – I don't know why no one has realized this or not a lot of people, but they were a Penske affiliate before Menard came there. No, Blaney, I know yes. Ryan Blaney. Blaney made the round Blaney. of eight in 2017. Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. I was so happy. <laughs> I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna weasel his way into the final four. I was that would so have been ready. sweet. Yeah, the 21 car fighting for a championship for the first yeah. time in God knows how long. That would have been awesome. Hey, we got 2020 for that. So, I that honestly think that expectations though for Matt are gonna be too high, and that's. I think. <laughs> I think he can make the playoffs. I think people are saying he's going to straight up win a race. I don't know if he's going to straight up win a race. I think he'll have more top tens than he had this year, which is actually saying a good number. He has six top tens compared to Matt, um, Paul Menard's four. So I mean, and they were all in the last ten races. Exactly, mm-hmm. he's gotten hot at the right time. I mean, I think if Matt just full season together with a good team, not to you know take a dump on the ninety five, which has been a fantastic surprise this season, but I mean, you know. Toyota's starting to pour a little bit more money into that team every week because they're getting exactly. ready to Yeah. Which, exactly. by the way, that Menard versus Bell battle next year is going – or not Menard. Benedetto versus Bell battle next year is going to be so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's two teams that are satellites of the mothership teams fighting it out in the whole story of, oh, that was Matt's ride. He got kicked out for Bell. So 
That'll Can't wait for everyone to talk about that adversity all season. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, yeah, that, I guess adversity. that's the other. I guess that's the other thing that w- I guess we can talk about. Like, you know, Christopher Bell is confirmed in the 95. We knew about that. We he knew didn't that was tactically yet confirmed yet, but they said Gibbs is going to announce. They're just trying to figure the sponsorship out for next season, which I'm sure yeah. it'll be JBL, Sirius. Um, oh, I'd love yeah, to see a JBL. Reese's probably will get moved scheme. over with them. Huh? What's up? They're just, they're just trying to put together a paint scheme for the yeah, announcement. <laughs> yeah. I think Barstool's probably going to move to Matt Benedetto in the. Tw- oh, yeah. This is a good follow. Oh, good, yeah. Good. Good. I mean, I, I think we're all barstool people here, right? I am. But not, like, heavy, way. but, like, I don't dislike that I, at all. I, in, I inject their, uh, their content through the needle and so, <laughs> I mean... Oh, uh, no, but, I, I mean, I follow them pretty religiously. Uh, Bethy, is Pat McAfee still with them? Pat McAfee is not anymore, but he, I okay, also well. still... I follow Pat no matter what he does. Pat is electric, okay? So, for the brand, baby, for the brand. For the brand. Um, Exactly. Uh, and you're a Colts fan, aren't you? I am not. I'm a Bears fan. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so That's sorry. That's all right. Hey, no, hey, hey, okay. you guys got a it's great okay. defense. You guys got a great defense. Let's yes, keep it NASCAR okay. real quick. You're about um, to hate me for this one, but I'm also a Patriots fan. Yep. I'm, okay, and that's been the show. Matthew, you see, get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> listen, Antonio Brown is uh, – I mean, I'm not going to say anything right now, but I just got some news about Antonio Brown ain't looking good right now. Yeah, I just saw that. And yeah, he's ain't, on my ain't, fantasy ain't, team. Ain't, so. ain't looking good. Yeah, that's why I didn't draft him in any of my leagues. But I yeah. decided what to draft Tyreek Hill. What I miss? We don't want to say it on the podcast. We'll, we'll say it after. We'll, we'll oh, okay. look it up. Yeah, we're not going to say okay. it. Um, okay, so I think that's enough headlines. So Indianapolis happened this weekend. And yeah, um, yeah it, it had its drama. We had, obviously, four drivers on the bubble. Jimmy Johnson looked great, as usual. And then in typical Jimmy Johnson fashion, that's been 2019. Bad luck struck. And uh, it struck in major, major ways. But let's, I, I think I want to talk about first, like, holy fuck, there were some crazy accidents this weekend. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, like it. Indy's pissed off or something. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, a lot of people are upset because, um, you know, uh, uh, Brad Keselowski and Eric Jones got into a very big wreck. And Brad Keselowski came down and hit a tire barrier on a very, very bad angled um, wall. And, you know, I've always been talking about how all these, if and Kevin, you've said it, if there is a wall in an angle, a driver will find a way to hit it. Mm-hmm. You and, know, what's funny, I didn't think Indy did anything wrong there. Like the tire, like no, I guess that's actually the wall, fine. The wall itself isn't a great angle, but the tire barriers did a great job. I think Brad Keselowski messed up on, on his yeah, even though it getting out little... of the car like that. Yeah, I thought I was like, uh, I hope that doesn't roll on you. Yeah, I was like, man, if Brad Keselowski gets out of there and that car just rolls, am I about to watch a man get crushed to death on national television? Mm-hmm. Like, I was not, I was like, I was a little worried watching that. And if I'm NASCAR, I would just be like, look, Brad, we're not going to find you, but don't ever do that again. And Brad's just going to be like, I'm never going to hit the wall at that angle ever again. <laughs> Yeah. And then Indy's like, bet. don't say that. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. the hardest wreck of the the weekend was Landon Castles. Yes, oh, I, I have not seen a, a roof uh, deform. Yeah, like when's the last time, time you saw a roof bend in a non flip? Yeah, I, yeah, I can't think. Like, I was gonna say Larson, but you know, yeah, can't think of anything else. I was gonna say maybe Larson's or or no, um, Danica and Logano at Kansas. Oh, Almirola. I believe yeah. someone's. I, I believe Danica's 
deformed. Yeah, I wasn't surprised one. being one value. She hit like a truck. one of the worst hits. Yeah, one of the worst hits I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that castle hit when I saw that, and he just bounced into the wall a second time. Like, yo, he is not okay. That is like he he that, and he just walked out like nothing happened. And that again, the safety, safety. of these cars, the safer barrier, which was debuted at this track in two thousand two, like it, it's come such a long way. Landing castles not. Like absolutely not walking away from that hit. That is a concussion. That's a Jer- that is Jerry Nadu at um at two thousand three Richmond going way faster. And Nadu almost died in that crash. Jeez. Yeah, you remember? You don't remember that because you uh-huh. weren't watching yet. But Methy, you remember? Yeah, I didn't. I've never seen video Hello? of it. I'm here. No Shut one's out. ever seen proper video of it. But essentially, Nadu goes into the corner, loses his brakes, goes head on the wall. Roof deformed, had to get the jaws of life. Um, oh. was in a coma essentially. No after. way. Like, yeah, pre, it was pre COT, mm-hmm. pre soft wall days. Yeah, they didn't have soft walls at Richmond yet. You, um, and by the way, that right is Jason tire. Keller. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. You pop a tire going into a corner, and especially at a short track, quote short track like Richmond, mm-hmm. going into a corner 150 miles an hour. Uh, he's he's genuinely lucky to be alive. Oh yeah, no. Jerry Nadu in multiple interviews said he's he's so surprised that he was alive after that. Like, it it, <laughs> it, it Jerry would have been the most recent NASCAR death, honestly. Like it it was that close. Um, and you know we got Jason Keller's first career uh, Cup start out. We also had Jeff Purvis go head on in the wall like that at Nazareth and his career. Um, so that could have been a career ending, life ending, ending injury for Landon Castle. So thank God he just walked away like nothing was wrong. I mean, Which is incredible, incredible. <laughs> I, just uh, just to add a little side note real quick. The uh, thread bot on NASCAR Reddit's drunk. I just posted the race thread for Sunday. Oh, Methy, get on it. <laughs> OK, give me a second. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Multitasking. Yeah, God bless. So, I mean, Indy, Indy had some interesting moments. I thought that Indy was going to get drunk at the end and we would have another 2017. We were looking like we were about to have that. At the finish, um, hey, we got a Bubba P3 out of whatever exactly. it was. We so got a it, more I, than content. Bubba always just seems absolutely just on speed when he does his interviews. Like, I just don't understand how that man, dude. Still, if like, I was ever. racing an equipment that bad and got a P3 on, like, not like he did at no, Daytona, I understand. Where it's like you can kind of luck your way into a P2 at Daytona, but a straight up P3 yeah, he, Indy, like, he had speed all weekend in it, it and he had up. damage on that car, too. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, that Dude. stack up at the beginning of oh road yeah, was just... that was that was almost <laughs> a disaster. <laughs> who, now, do you who? guys think that was caused because the uh, pit stall selection with qualifying wasn't? It was on owners' points this weekend because it was a Sunday stupid morning. decision. I don't know why NASCAR decided that was how they were going to set up the pit. I don't. I, I don't mind qualifying on Sunday if it's like a night race. Like if it was Vegas this weekend. Like if you qualify mm-hmm. there and like. Early afternoon, late morning type of thing, and have the race at night. That's fine, but let it let the pit road selection be based off of those qualifying results because off of owners' points, it's just it's screwed up. I didn't like it. I didn't. I thought it was a bad decision. Oh yeah, I hate that the Xfinity series does that literally every weekend. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. I don't know why they thought to do that on the, the cutoff race, especially yeah. for like guys like Boyer Johnson. Johnson mm-hmm. almost got absolutely eaten by that. Um, yeah. Suarez and, and those guys like I just I don't, I don't know the, the reasoning behind that. So 
Um, also, what was up with NASCAR calling that caution with Suarez just bouncing off the wall? What was that? Debris, maybe? I don't know. It was so immediate, though, compared to literally Kyle Busch blows up on the backstretch, makes it all the way to pit road, is on fire, and then NASCAR's like, mm, I guess eh. caution. There's not a lot. I mean, it's literally every time it's a judgment call, and it's obvious that some it's calls like, are a little bit. Worse it was a, it was a bad judgment, a bad judgment call. Oh yeah, no, Damn. I agree. And like when they, yeah. I think it was like caution with like four or five to go in stage two for a single piece of debris, and they kind of get restarted. I was a little bit nah. pissed off. But yeah. Phantom NASCAR classic. It's it's in the past. It's it happened. It didn't ruin the race or anything. So. No, no, no. Kevin Harvick gets his second Brickyard, first one since 2005. Really cool to see Tony Stewart climbing the uh, fence. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. awesome. I wish there were more fans there to be like right in front of it to make it look a little cooler, but you know, you can't have everything. Um, I mean, they did it like 30, 45 minutes after. Oh, the I didn't realize it was flag that far. Flew. Yeah, okay. that's why Melon was there. All right. it out. It's still awesome to see Tony Stewart. Like Kyle Petty was caught so off guard. It was hilarious. Like he's yeah. like, oh my God, that's Tony Stewart. <laughs> Now, Great. real quick, um, back back to back to pit road selections. Mm-hmm. They were selected in car owner points. Yeah. Not assigned in car owner points. No. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. They were still selected, but it was like. Which essentially is the fastest guys picking first. Well, I don't so know because you have Menard who qualified if, like second, and he's twentieth in points. So I don't know. I, I think. Where did Where did Suarez and Boyer qualify? Uh, Boyer was like fifth. Exactly. Boyer can get like a better stall there. I mean, Boyer still made the the playoffs, but for Suarez, I I mean, for next year, especially at a cutoff race, they don't do that. Mm -hmm. They should only do it if qualifying gets ran. It's my only gripe. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. Do do a lottery system (laughs) scenario or base it on practice speeds or something if you get practice in. Oh, nice. FP1. Um, Okay. So, any of y'all watch the Xfinity race? I did not. I was watching um, FSU. Yeah, sometimes you were working that FSU game. Yeah, I was tortured by FSU. <laughs> I was there for it. All right, cool. So, now we get the Xfinity. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Jeremy Methfield. You were there? Oh, wait, yeah, you did say you were there. Yeah, I yeah, drove, he, I yeah, drove he, down Saturday morning for it. He just nice. said he was at the race on Sunday. Yeah, no, I... Saturday. Oh. Wait, I thought you were there on Sunday, too. Oh no, I got stuff to do on Sundays. <laughs> oh my! You legit I mean, might be I mean, like one of the only people there, potentially the only person there who went to the race I'm, on Saturday. Yeah, who? On the who? who what, what did that look like on Saturday? It. I I hate the negativity of it, the way it sounds, but it's empty, no. and it's not even. It's not. It's not NASCAR's it's fault. No, that it's the Xfinity is, Series is going there when IRP is all. And I agree. That that facility is just absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and when, they fill it up for the Indy 500 and have a music festival going on in the infield. Yeah. It, like, there were more they also black out the, the TV coverage, though, in Indianapolis for the Indy 500. So it's so like, well, stupid. Watch it. There were more people so for stupid. the Florida Georgia Line concert after the race than there was at the race. Did you go to that? <laughs> I did not, but I did see a lot of people walk in already drunk, and I was like, I kind of want to go to this concert now just to see <laughs> that. See, I shit on Florida Georgia line for being Nickelback of country music, but to be quite honest, if I was there, I would totally get drunk and go to that, because I got drunk and went to Sammy Hagar in Charlotte, and that was one of the best concerts, just I because I was wasted and I was Hagar. dancing on a couple MILFs. Like, I was like, alright, well, hey. You know, and this is going to sound sexist, and I apologize for it, 
but the good job the getting country, in front of it. The country girls with the country oh shake cow- it for me. with with the co- cowboy boots and the cutoff mm-hmm. jean shorts and their dad's flannel shirts all ripped up. It's a good look. I'm just gonna say it. I'm sorry. It it makes yeah. Sense. Stop describing my axe right now, please. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, well, hey, I, I went crazy for that look still do, so God bless him. Um I mean, uh, who's who's do you know who's going to Talladega? Uh Kevin? Who's performing there? Uh probably get Duggar at some point because he usually oh does that. Yeah. We gotta uh, we gotta we gotta go to one whatever show is happening. I don't know who's performing on the pre race concert, but I think I'm planning on going to the boulevard Friday night. Ooh, I'll see you there. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so that um, the Xfinity race itself. Um, it was a oh, good okay. race. Yeah. It was a good I didn't race. actually I get to see it. that. I, I didn't get a chance. I, I saw that Reddick and uh, Christopher Bell had a really bad crash. Yeah, there was a tough crash with <laughs> Bell and Reddick. And it was that's like Rex not... Bush. Turn over. two was Calamity Corner. So, yeah. And of course, you can't see that from turn one. <sighs> nope. You get the uh, IMS vision. With uh, uh, Matthew, you got to take off? Yeah, I was going to say, with the, with the general seating pass that I had, I got to sit in the infield grandstands right behind pit road for stage one. Stage two, I moved across to the start-finish line. I got in the shade, which was really nice. <laughs> and then stage three, I was down in turn one and got to see John, Hunt, John Hunter Nemechek go sliding through the grass. And, of course, cool. Bell and Custer decided to biff it, you know, just outside of you. Yeah. Which comes back to why why the stands are so empty. You can't <laughs> see the whole track. Yeah, yep. is there literally any other oval where you can't see the entire track from even sitting? Oval, no. Bias? I guess uh, even Roval, even at Pocono when I've been there, I've been able to see the whole track. The yeah, Roval, either. you can't see the whole track, but I mean that's just wait what? That's a road course. That's a road course. Yeah, well, I, no, you, but it no, is I in an like oval. You can see the whole track if you set no, up. No, where I, in the I was turn sitting, one. In, I was sitting in two. Di- well, maybe yeah, if the you're turn, in turn one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like literally any seat you can't see the okay. whole track in Indy. When yeah. I was on a start finish line and when I was in turn four, track, but yeah, you're right. Turn one probably you can't see. Yeah, yeah. The the best seat in the house at Indy, you can't see the whole track. You see at most half, and that's why people don't go. They <laughs> want to be able to see the race. They don't want it. It's an oval. It, you're not going to sit there and watch a race like a road course, unless it's the Indy 500, which is an event in itself. So yes. that's still the novelty hasn't worn off for the Indy 500 like it has for NASCAR. No, it's still an actual good race, too. Yeah. Um, real quick, did what? you get to go see NASCAR Chasm's house? I did he not. He lives in the Pagoda. <laughs> People forget I heard this. about that. Yeah, he, he just, just lives in the Pagoda. <laughs> I love that Pagoda, by the way, and it apparently no one's allowed in it really like it's really weird yeah no they got like hardcore them yellow coats or yellow shirts down at indy they are serious yeah oh yeah do you have a ticket for this grandstand no get out oh okay (laughs) well it's empty even the empty even the empty grandstands they had they were all guarded huh someone literally posted on reddit that they snuck into the air and just sat wherever they want so someone's lying and I'm not going to say really you're lying, Matthew. I think the people on the internet who are hiding behind usernames are lying. I don't know. Who would do that? Who would just go on the internet and lie? <laughs> yeah, who literally would just <laughs> go on Reddit and make their name Jeremy Methfield and, and just hide <laughs> behind a podcast? I have no idea. <laughs> Some asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. 
Well, hey, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, last for... Chase Elliott fan. Oh, please hit me oh, with yes. it. His name is actually William Clyde Elliott William the Clyde second. II. Oh, yep. yeah. A lot of people not do junior. know that one, but that is a good fact. I just think it's funny that not junior, but the yeah. second. I love the name yep. William Clyde. <laughs> also it's funny because like, me and my dad also have like the same name, but I am not junior because we have middle two different middle names. Yeah, same with me and my dad. Oh, nice. Classic. Kevin, what about you? Nope, I am Kevin Joseph Costello the first. Oh, wow. Well, at least, you the know, only. someone could come up with the original name. The, the one and only. Oh, by the way, I found out the quarterback at Stanford University currently is named Kevin Costello. <laughs> you literally couldn't save that for rounding out the field? Nope. Because <laughs> they're on topic. <laughs> oh, wow. Shouts out, shouts out KJ Costello out in, uh, where is he? Stanford. Stanford, whatever. You know, that team stinks. <laughs> They lost to USC, and USC fired their AD. They were like, oh, congratulations being Stanford. Get out nice. of here. All right. Uh, Methy, thanks for coming on. Say your little line for us real quick. As always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you thank you for having me on. And uh, I've been Jeremy Methfield, and I apologize for everything. <laughs> Love you, man. Have a good one. Thanks. See you guys next time. Thank you. All right, man. See you. Okay. What time are we at? All right, Kevin. Ready for the F1 minute? Oh, yes. It's the F1. All right, so Charles Leclerc, um, he has actually shown up to uh, race and um, and uh, is actually really good. So hot take: new number one driver at Ferrari. I I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's actually what's going on. Sebastian Vettel has really just fallen off a cliff this year. I mean, Sebastian Vettel spun out on his own. But um, let's first things first start with the scary accident that happened in F three this week. I mean, almost. Had just, just, I don't know why that turtle is out there. Yeah, that was a, that's a stupid place for a turtle. Yeah, it's literally just putting a ramp on a racetrack. It's like, hey man, I really hope that you don't have any issues and go. Oh, oh, oh god, he literally did like four flips in the air and just landed like Scott Dixon. Um, or not Dixon. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was no, was yeah, it was Dixon? like Dixon. Yeah, it was Dixon. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's just like, okay, like, come on, come on, Monza, come on, come on. Um, also, um, glad to see F1 drivers, um, going to Fontana. That was really fun, uh, during qualifying. Oh yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> it was oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Like, uh, Sebastian Vettel <laughs> is having an absolute ulcer in the back. Like, why won't anyone go? And it's just I mean, like, it's literally the fact of the matter is when you have knockout qualifying and an aerodynamic package that, yeah, or that rewards you for drafting. You're gonna have games played. That's just part of it. I don't think they should go to single. No, absolutely not. They should. Oh no, they should at Monza. I don't think anyone else deserves it. Yeah, I think at Monza, if you have the final, just what what is the problem with having knockout qualifying in F1? Fuck up. Like, okay. I mean, I I I'm still on the train that I like single car qualifying more than I thought I would have. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I don't like how. It's because everything's so temperature sensitive now. And like when Kyle, oh, Bush, yeah. what track was that at? Bristol goes oh, out man. first and qualifies 33rd yeah. just because literally the track is the way it is. I don't think cars should have a disadvantage like that. I don't think that's fair. Like I, I get it's a random draw. Certain tracks it. need it. Certain tracks do not need it. Yeah. Like Monza I would, is a I'd track be... that probably should be single car qualifying, especially consider. Here's how Monza should do it. You take a car. You let it go out. You wait 20 seconds, let it go out, and you just do that until you got five cars on the track. Wow, you solved the problem. They can't draft off each other. 
Um, and I like it, it. Yeah, and you know they have DRS on anyways, qualifying. So I mean, shit. Yeah, I know. I think I, on the God, NASCAR I'm solving side, all the problems today. No, I like that. That's a good solution. But I'll, like yeah. on the NASCAR side, I don't think we need single car qualifying per se. I do like it at Bristol. We need it at certain Bristol, tracks, not Bristol. Whatnot. Yeah, we I think at the mile and a half, the two miles, certainly don't the need road courses. Uh, yeah, no, super road courses is awesome with knockout. Yes. Um, um, super speedways don't need it. <laughs> no. That's Clint Boyer. Like anything like a mile and under, uh, I think, could use it. Dover could use it. New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Richmond, Darlington? Darlington? No, I think Darlington has too much of an effect on a draft for a single lap. I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, also, Lewis Hamilton shit the bed. I, I will say that. Lewis Hamilton, he had uh, Charles Leclerc, I think, late. He was just setting him up, waiting, 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 way too long. Yeah. But you got to remember, Leclerc was on the harder tires and Lewis was on the medium. So mm-hmm. I had a couple things written down for Monza's shit down. So let's see what I wrote. Okay. Verstappen had a ghost hit him on the start. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that happened. was weird. I was talking to my friend about that. It was like, he literally, it wasn't like Spa where he tried to force it in. He was minding his own business and it was like, oh, missed it. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah. Um, I wrote Vettel has a massive brain fart. Then um, Perez had a massive brain fart. And the real victim of that entire crime was Pierre Gasly, who just keeps you being mean, the short end. Stroll is the one who had. Oh, it was Stroll. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Sergio Perez. I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, is he even right? Is it Ocon or is it Perez who's that out? That was Perez. Ocon's okay, replacing Hulkenberg at Renault for next year. Good. Okay. What? Well, actually, wait. Hold on. Shouts out, um, Renault. They had a great yeah. run. Uh, Ricardo in fourth and Hulkenberg in fifth. They, they needed, they needed something. Yeah. Um, Albon is a fucking wild card. He had three, he tried the outside twice and got off track both times. In fact, Albon goes for it. Him. I respect it. No, I respect it. He has more balls than Gasly. Gasly will get you the car back in one piece. Albon will get you the car back a little damaged in third. So I like I like Albon. Albon is and my and I talked to Jordan about the race. He's in Korea. Shouts out Pont. Um, whoa. He oh yeah no he went to Korea <laughs> for a week. He's having That's a cool. great time. Yeah. Um. He has been four out of five on his predictions this season. He said, um, I mean, one of them was really easy. Leclerc is going to get a win. That's not really, you know, a bold prediction. Yeah. By the way, bless you. Um, Thank you. Uh, and, then all, and then he said Albon get moved up. And, I mean, that's a, that, wasn't, that was a pretty good call, honestly, yeah. on his part. Um, let's see. Oh, Lewis Hamilton losing GPS on lab three is hilarious. And the commentators are like, well, what do they – I mean, they, they only need it for strategy, but they know where he is on the track. It's not like yeah, the, there's not a like GPS they in his don't car. Have it's like, the turn monitor. left now. Yeah. But to be quite honest, he probably was using Waze at the end because, I mean, he just completely missed the corner. <laughs> um, no, turn left 300 feet ago. Um, okay, Charles and Lewis battling on lap 23 after pit stops. Were, they were just going so hard at each other. That was awesome. Oh, um, yeah, it was great. Why do the Renaults sound like Priuses? Can you answer that for me? You know, do they I have don't... a different engine? They sound like fucking electric <laughs> engines. I honestly don't notice the car sounds in F1 that much just because they're not super loud I, They're anymore. not good anymore. It's so unfortunate. I will say qualifying at Indy was beautiful to listen to. I didn't get to watch it live, but I saw the replays. No, I did watch it live. That's right. It was Sunday morning. Wait, what do you just mean? Going oh. through for the Cup Series, going through uh, the bowling alley that is the front straightaway with loud <laughs> engines just sounds amazing yeah that's probably deafening when they actually have all their horse 
horsepower. Oh my god, yeah, like Indy cars, while they go a lot faster, they're just kind of. Indy cars are fucking loud, dude. When I went to St. Pete, they were they're not as loud as NASCAR though. Yeah, I mean Daytona, literally, uh, the ground was shaking. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I can't like, wait to go. I can't turn, wait yeah, Talladega sitting right there by the fence. Watch them go by with 100 extra horsepower this year. Mm. Mm. Where are seats, by the way? Uh, turn, exit to turn four, but right in front of a TV. So it's great. Okay, good. Nah, that's yeah. fine. All right. Um, that's pretty much all I got for the F1. We've been, I'm going to say this right now. F1 um, has done a great job these last few weeks of making their races far more exciting. Um, yeah, it's been... kind of like... It's kind of like if Lewis Hamilton's not dominating the race, I'm having a good time. It's it reminds me a lot of 2018 NASCAR. It's like the first half of the season was pretty bad. Uh, I mean, wasn't... let's not sugarcoat it. Lewis Hamilton's winning that championship. Oh yeah, no, he's it's already uh, confirmed. But me. like first half of the NASCAR season 2018, there was out of all Fox's races, I can think of maybe three races that I was like, oh yeah, that was a really good race or something like that. And then second half of the season picked it up. That's kind of what we're having right now. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was really no other racing this weekend. I don't know. Was there Arca? Uh, beats me. Okay. Whatever. Um, so we already made our picks. We don't really need to do sleepers and dark horses. We'll do that next week. Um, yeah, sounds good. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead. I just want to check on vegas like uh i don't think i think there's 38 cars this week uh 39 i want to say oh did the 96 or is it all four uh rick Ware? no the uh the 66 is actually back oh really yeah joey gase uh dude i I think so computer so much so yes joey gase jj yaley's in the 53 our boy garrett in the 52 and BJ, um, I do remember uh, Austin said don't ask about his schedule for the rest of the year. He's working on it, but hopefully we get some Austin Terrio uh, runs. Yeah, also, man, that's tough. Like, um, you know, we love Garrett. Now we also love Austin. So, who we maybe they deserve two cars for each other. I don't know. I I don't know. What do you, What do you think? Mm. Isn't it funny that we've literally interviewed like three different people who all pretty much have like a very connection to each other whether it's yeah, the team or the car they race like mm-hmm. this has been a very uh this has been a very interesting run we've had on this show oh yeah um reed sorensen in the 77 get out of here i'm very <laughs> excited for barstool sports on the 95 i don't care what anyone says uh, that about barstool. Is. it's <laughs> fire it's so good i mean we already brought it. man it looks so nice i'm oh, yeah. very excited I, I i understand some people are upset about barstool and let me just put it to you guys this way Get over it. It is a sponsor. It is a sponsor that wants to come into NASCAR and be a part of it. Yes, they cater to frat guys. Wow, it's almost like the beer companies that are in NASCAR also cater to frat guys. You know, because frat guys drink a lot and they have money. And you bring Barstool to the races, these idiots, while they might be kind of problematic, are going to go to the races. And when you bring more people to the races, oh my God, we're solving the crisis of not having a lot of people at the races. Holy shit. Yeah. No, I got Listen. I had a couple of friends text me on uh, Sunday saying, hey, we want to go to Talladega. And I'm like, I don't know if you can Dude, stay please. where I'm saying because I think we're booked there. But <laughs> hell, you can camp there and party with us for the race. I might honestly drive all the way up to Talladega and just sleep in my car. 
time <laughs> of the weekend. I just don't know what I'm going to do sleeping wise. Like, oh, that one's going to be a little challenging. Yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> it's only an hour and 45 minutes to the track, or at least to Talladega. Um, from Atlanta, if yeah. I do go with my buddy, um, yeah, honestly, I'd recommend that because that's you're, that's a shorter drive than I'm gonna have to make that morning. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Well, hey, we we got our friend uh, friend of the program Brad Perez telling us to come hang out with him a little bit, so maybe we'll hang out. With oh, him I'm sorry, down. I'm 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 down. Get, in, I literally want to get there at like eight a.m. I'm down for content. I'm bringing. I'm we're gonna we're gonna have some content going on. First things first. Oh, yeah. I'm making some shirts. Uh, second thing, <laughs> I'm bringing some mics, and I might Good. bring my buddy Chase to be our camera guy the whole weekend. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> dude, nice. Chase the camera guy. Oh god. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't really see anything in Xfinity that stands out to me. Uh, boys in JD, uh, JDM, we got Garrett, Steven in the O one. Fifteen is Tyler Matthews. Get it, Tyler. Good luck. Okay. And then the four is BJ McLeod. Uh, we actually have Elliot Sadler making his last ever NASCAR start this weekend. I don't think so. it's his last ever start. I think no, he said it was his last back. ever. He says that, but um, Stan. But, I mean, they brought Mullis. out a special pain scheme and everything for okay, him. Okay, whatever, so. fine. <laughs> well, honestly, hey, good for Elliot Sadler. He's had a great career. He's been in racing long, watching. So, I mean, from his from his tumble at Michigan to his tumble at Pocono to his tumble at Talladega to a couple of really surprising wins in the 38. Hey, we salute you. One of the greatest uh, Bristol runs I've ever seen. He literally was running on tires that were 105 laps old mm-hmm. and beat John Andretti. Um, oh, we didn't get to do our little Paul. I want to do a Paul Menard uh, segment real quick. Uh, just kind of, you know, thanking Paul. Do you want, like, you know, the best of Paul Menard? Um, in the arms <laughs> I can put that music in, you know that, right? Yeah. Like, I think I have that saved somewhere. Oh, on my cool. cousin's but computer. I can sing it. <laughs> okay, fine. Sing it for me. I'll, I'll go ahead and get this no, that's eulogy you, that's going. That's all you get. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I've, I've been strong with my opinions on Menard, that yeah. how I really do think he's wasting a top ride seat with his level of talent. But... You gotta respect a man who's been in the Cup Series for that long, who brings consistent sponsorship, whether it be with family ties or whatever. Mm. And it's not like he goes out there and wrecks people, unless your name is Harrison Burton. <laughs> I was gonna say, hold on one second. <laughs> and very uh, ironic like, that he's the one that takes out Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna miss him watching him every Sunday. Just I'm gonna because... miss saying I'm getting hard for Menard. I'm exactly. I'll miss, I'm that. miss that. I'll miss people memeing about. Menard and whatnot, Not but smiling. I don't like. I feel like next year, and we'll get into it later. But like the amount of stories and boosts in competitive rides is just going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like this year, I think there was a solid. We're getting 18, more parody this year. There was a solid eighteen cars this year that I think could have made the playoffs on well, speed yeah, alone, I, and we, we know who those were. Next year, I think we could get up to twenty. If things fall right in silly season, like. If Roush doesn't three. take a step back and, and Childress takes a little bit more of a step forward, because Austin Dillon has been doing pretty well this year, I'm not going to lie to you. Like he's, like, he's had some good runs, oh, yeah. but he's Austin Dillon, so like he'll also have bad runs. I'm, I mean, dude, there, there's a good opportunity there for like 22 like, solid cars out there next season. For, for the 18 this year, um, add the 95 next year. Add, add the 95. And the, I'm going to add the three car, honestly. I think that, that he goes back to the playoffs or fights for it. Um, Dylan? 
Yeah, I think that Dylan. I think maybe not him, but if Reddick ends up. Reddick, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm curious what Reddick And then Menard. Uh, so it's Stenhouse. So I mean, Roush has been getting better, so maybe Stenhouse. No. So that's 22. Stenhouse could win a, like, surprise or Daytona. So, whatever. Um, I, I, I'm just I'm pumped for next year. I know we still have yeah. 10 races left this year to worry about. I'm super excited. Yeah, for calm it, down, but... man. We got we got a lot of racing still yeah. left in this season. Um, yeah. uh, I was going to say. Paul Menard, um, on the reel though, he was a, he, he honestly was a, a, a very nice guy according to a lot of fans. Um, you know, it, apparently during his, uh, autograph sessions, he was always smiling and just joking with the fans. And, you know, we joke about the fact that he never smiles. The man has a, ha, has a personality about him, which is his no personality. And he, he, he owns it and he's fun about it. I watched the, um, some of the Penske videos that they post and he's very funny. He's just got a dra- very dry guy, but you know, he's he's given it all. He's brought Menards, which, by the way, sponsor our boy, uh, Brandon Jones. So, I mean, hell, that helps. Um, so, you know, and John Menard is going to be sticking around for. So, you know, thank you, Paul Menard, for everything. I remember following you when you were in trucks. And I remember rooting for you when you were in the 15 and the 27. So, you know. And at least he, he won. He what, has a win. In every yeah, he series? held off. Yeah, I, yes. Yes, he does. I don't know if he um, has a win in trucks. But... I'm not looking it up. I don't feel like yeah. dealing with his computer anymore. Um, <laughs> he held off Jeff Gordon at the Brickyard. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It was a fuel miles race, but he still held off Jeff Gordon with One's Slugger worth. Lobby as his crew chief. Like, like let's go. Um, hey, so I he, guess... he was enough of a figure to get his own story on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Um, so I guess here's the question. Is Paul Menard a Hall of Famer? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I have to ask with every driver that retires. I forgot to ask: Is David Reagan a Hall of Famer? Also, no. <laughs> hey, David Reagan has two wins to Paul Menard's one. That's literally double the amount. When you the look only at the driver numbers. that I would consider, I am just spitting facts eligible right for the Hall of Fame with is Jamie McMurray. That few of wins would Alan Kowicki. No, even less than McMurray, and less. I mean, Kowicki's already in, but. Oh, potentially okay. Michael Waltrip just because what yeah. he has four wins. Four Two wins. of them are Daytona 500s, but then you also add in the fact that he's a team owner, a broadcaster. I think all of those combined. Oh, if you're looking at everything, yeah, no. Yeah. Famer then, huh? Yeah. Gonna be a crazy speech. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say if we're taking every single Daytona 500 champion, is Ward Burton a Hall of Famer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no. no, no. <laughs> but I, think, I think Jeff Burton will get in just because he has, what, no. like 20-something wins plus his broadcasting career. Like, way down the road. Yeah, I don't know about that. Because if they still do five a year at some point, I mean, there's and a the lot 20, of They're going to run out of people to put in the Hall of Fame, and they're just going to be like, and the 2030 class, Rutledge Wood, Hannah Newhouse, <laughs> Kevin uh, Costello from the Left Turns and Loud Noises podcast. you damn right. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, all right, so rounding out the field, uh, we pretty much already did the Matt the Bad Edo news. Um I don't really have much else from Reddit because I can't look at it right now. Hold on. Um, do you have anything? Nah, nothing really popped up in terms of news that we uh No one got seriously covered. injured this weekend, so that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a nice. good weekend. Uh um There was that one crash in I don't know what series it was, the where it was raining and oh, literally yeah. every car except one in the entire race flew off into a corner and like half of them ended up upside down. Like three of them were in the fence. It was just kind yeah. of like a Futurama joke after a while. Yeah. Um. So shout out to that racing series. That wasn't even the craziest wreck though of the day. <laughs> no, it was the F3 one. 
the F3 one was the craziest, yeah. but like I'm oh, saying, yeah. like that wreck was okay. Yeah. Hang on, wait, can I go back? I was on past week already. Um, it's a five year anniversary. Oh, yeah, five year guy that fell at the Richmond race on the fence. Ah, that's oh, five, four days ago, five days ago. A legend. Um, a happy, happy, uh, palindrome week for those at home. It is today's date is nine. One zero one nine. Okay, thank you, nerd. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, um, we are sixty nine percent done with the year. Nice, nice. Oh, um, in um, video game news, NASCAR Heat Four. Which, by the way, I'm I'm selling myself on this game. I've watched a couple of Let's Play videos on it. From uh, shouts out Jeff Fabiano. Um, I'm I'm selling myself on this game. I kind of want it. <laughs> I have no, I know. and I like it, but I don't. Yeah, play they've really done a good job. I think physics are better. Me. For Daytona, you can actually pass on the uh, on the high side, which has wow. been a problem. I know, right? Like <laughs> the drafting works very no well. There's throttle control in the game. Um, it it just looks really really fun, and also they added every single number yeah, from zero to ninety nine, so I can be the sixty nine Carl's Junior. Toyota, let's go! Nice. I am going like, dude. NASCAR Heat Four is just a couple. NASCAR Heat is about two games away from people just being like i racing. Like, okay, just make your own like, Forza, make your own shit. Like, we we we've, we've got the blueprint. Figure it out. Oh, I guess other. Uh, I just thought of something from whatever our segment's called here. For go like on the name, rounding out the field. There we go. I uh, yeah. my friend was showing me this video in class of. Lando Norris streaming. And <laughs> was that was, at a spa? No, but him and Max Verstappen were racing on the Roval, and I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> so shout out to the Roval. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. Um, yeah, Roval emailed me today and said tickets are twenty five bucks again for student tickets. I was like, "Man, I really want to go to that again. I really do. Like, uh, I so would nice. have so much fun at the Roval two years in a row." That was such Maybe a good race year. live. I'll go Talladega yeah. Roval back to back. Maybe we'll we'll see. We'll see if I can afford that. I probably. <laughs> get um, no McDonald's is O for nine sixty three. I believe. Um, is the number nine thirty eight? That's doesn't even surprise me. Like McDonald's has not won a race as a sponsor for a driver ever in NASCAR. So Eesh. the McDonald's curse. Hey, I'm happy they're sponsoring cars. They're not winning races. I mean. Yeah, a Burger King's got some wins. Yeah, when is what? Oh, Larson kind of sucks in the McDonald's schemes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and Bill Elliott kind of just had some unfortunate seasons. Jamie McMurray, I think, was in the McDonald's car for a while. Yeah. Hey, they're a proud sponsor, and you got to respect. They are a proud sponsor, and I'm happy to have them. But I'm just saying, Burger King has more wins than they do. Even Joe Nemechek has one. Just saying. Tony Stewart, damn. Yeah, I I was. I don't want to remember that, but. Um, <laughs> let's see here. I, I don't. I, fast food places probably need to get more into the NASCAR game. I mean, most of these fans are not very. Even though I, even though NASCAR did solve the obesity crisis at, yes. at Sonoma, they did do Thank that. You. We forget. Thank you, forget that. Thank you, NASCAR. Um, you know, more fast food places probably should be advertising. It. Like I know Subway <laughs> can go to hell, but whatever. Um, I don't know. Wendy's could easily do something with the spicy McNuggets. Like everyone loves them, apparently. Chick fil A, Popeyes should honestly hop on. Um, Chick fil A can't. If Chick fil A would sponsor someone just for Saturday Night Races, that'd be awesome. Yeah, 
I'd be here for it. Like, you know, hey, dude, like they they sponsor um the Atlanta Falcons and they're not even open on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. People forget that. Also, football back. Florida teams yeah. suck. That's about it. Yep. Uh, Florida teams are atrocious. Go Browns. Um, Go, they're uh, also atrocious. Who uh, on? I... I'm a bandwagon Browns fan this season. I'm trying to think so, who's going to bandwagon. Uh, bandwagon the Rams are probably going to be good. I like the Chiefs. Like, okay, sure. that's fine. <laughs> I actually yeah. had a fun, fun story to, to close out the episode. The unofficial mascot of the Chiefs, who was like kind of some guy that just dressed up as an Indian dude, stayed at my house. Native a American. Of times. Yes, sorry. Stayed at my house a couple times because he met my dad at a Bucks tailgate and was literally walking around uh, Rim James Stadium right outside. And he went up to my dad and said, Hey, can I join in? Like, he was from out of town, just down for a cheese game. My dad was like, Of course. And he ended up staying at our house a couple times over the years. So, shout Pretty out awesome. to you. Hey, fire the cannons. Yeah, fire them damn cannons. And it's a Bucks life. It is a Bucks life. All right. Well,. I'm going to go ahead and close it out there. Um, if there's an interview at the end of the episode, there's an interview at the end of the episode. If there's not, uh, whatever. We'll, we'll do. We we have one recorded, so we'll figure it. We'll figure that out in um, editing tomorrow with my cousin. It's not that long. Um, but yeah. Um, you know, shouts out. I'm probably actually put the interview more spliced in the middle of the episode. <laughs> okay. Now that now that I think about it, I'll, no be, I'll be mid sentence and say, "Oh, and welcome, uh, Austin." <laughs> So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, we got Vegas. We got the playoffs coming up this week. It's, it's wonderful. We get nothing but implications from, uh, from Rick Vegas. Allen. Yeah. That'll oh, yeah, it isn't. God, and I drive again. I'm telling you, it's going to look so good under your lights. Oh, yeah. oh man. Um, but yeah, until next week, we'll be back and with uh, more content for you guys. But again, until then, I'm Anthony. And or I'm I, oh, no, wait, hold on, hold on. I just messed that up. I've done 33 episodes, and I just messed that up. I have been Anthony. And I have been Kevin. Will I continue to be in the future? Tune in next week to find out. And uh, I've been Jeremy Metfield, and I apologize for everything. And I'm Alex. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Love you. Train